0: podcast detroit recording live prepare yourself for a hoppy drive if you're chilling at home pop that growler and just kick back for the next two hours it's the end of the week so here's to the weekend it's better on draft with rob matt nick and ken
1: and we are live episode number 174 the better on draft podcast my name is ken we are here in studio. We got a full studio going on right now. And we have power. We have power this time, <laughs> yes, we did <laughs> not. I <have> got
2: power.
3: <laughs> Thanks, Nick.
2: Did not have power last <laughs> I time. I had
3: no say in that at <laughs> all, by the way. Guilt by association. Yeah, yeah, I know. Unfortunately.
1: (laughs) How does that feel like everyone blames you when their power gets out? Uh,
3: You know what? I can
1: tell when the power goes out in an area because your Facebook (laughs) blows up. You know what? When we had that really, really bad
3: windstorm in 2017, my Facebook messenger blew the fuck up. I had to ignore everyone for like four days. You need an straight. away
4: message for your Facebook. Oh Facebook. yeah, well, I, I
3: wish. Yeah, Facebook. Go. Bounce back. Uh, Don't
1: at me. <laughs>
3: yeah, Zuckerberg, get on that, man. Put an AFK thing up there for so. So, I so can, uh, uh,
1: real quick, um, we're gonna go over. Rob, what are you drinking?
0: Uh, I'm kind of triple fisted at the moment right now, so I've got uh, uh, Old Nation, Woodshed, uh, <laughs> Axel Brewing, Secret Meeting, and. I completely forgot. Oh, the uh, East Market Brewing Company's uh, white coffee stout.
1: All right, and Nick, you're you've got more cups in front of you than Rob does. Yeah, I do. What <laughs> yeah. do you got in front of you? I've got the
3: uh, that uh, brewed IPA from Old Nation that was being put up. Uh, <coughs> All right, whatever. The, the, uh, the, the Woodshed yeah. series. Woodshed series, and then I got the deconstructed pra- uh, Prairie Bomb from Prairie. Um, they're, they're, it's a uh, coffee, chili pepper, cocoa nibs, and vanilla. Seems I, like a lot. Uh, yeah, I haven't tried any of them. We're going we're gonna to try mixing them all together later
1: on. Okay. Matt, what are you drinking? Reconstruct. Um, yeah,
3: reconstruct.
4: I'm drinking chicharrones, I think. From <laughs> pork rinds? <laughs> Chich- pork, <laughs> pork rinds? <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever this chicharrones. Ch- Ch-
1: Ch- chicharrones? Uh, that's the, the beer from Red Line. Chicha. Yeah. Chicha. Doug, Chicha. I'm not exactly Chicha. sure Chicha what you
4: call it, but it, I call it delicious because it's really good. It is good. It's like uh, we talked about it. It's corn cider, basically. Um, so yeah. if you like corn and apple cider, it's pretty much that kind of beer.
0: I mean, would you like a beer that was made with I A pork like rind beer? I'd no, be in. I, I would, would give even, it a try
5: Yeah, I would,
4: without a question. Yeah. I, you know why I would like it even more? Because it would piss off the vegans. <laughs> yeah, good point.
5: <laughs> I thought that uh, I thought <laughs> the ripe right, right brain already makes Yeah, make at least make a little. the, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: the chicharrón goes <laughs> I uh I don't so I
5: <laughs> that's was how That's where they got the salt. <laughs> Ma- <laughs> Matt, what are you drinking? <laughs> but they bought barbecued oh, ones.
4: Oh boy. So yeah, I've got the chichi goza <laughs> or I chi- I've got time. And then I've got the I'm also finishing Whoa. this brute IPA that's just kind of boring to me. I'm over this I am over the brute IPA fad. It needs to go away now.
1: Well, I'm drinking the Brewed IPA because uh, I don't know if you knew, but I'm keto. <laughs> oh, God. And uh, this is definitely a keto-friendly beer. That's two. Keto. So, one. Uh, yeah, one. One and a half. Uh, we do have someone on the phone. So before we go in studio and uh, introduce our guest, I want to bring in uh, the person on the phone. He just got out of City Built Brewing. Why don't you introduce yourself?
6: Nice place. Hey, it's uh, Mike from M4 Distributing. How are you guys?
1: Good, Mike. How are you?
6: Good. Good, I, I, I'm actually, yes, I, I'm now, no longer in city built, uh, I'm now standing on a street corner like a hobo, uh, <laughs> waiting for my wife to pay the bar bill so I, so I can come out and, and uh, walk, walk back to the hotel and drink some more beer. So. Has
4: anybody propositioned you yet? Do you know where your going uh, right? is?
6: I mean, we're in Grand Rapids. It doesn't happen here in Grand Rapids. It's way too religious. Oh, it to happen doesn't
4: happen. <laughs> I mean, where
2: where
0: City Bill is it's not a very busy street. So I mean, it's basically it's like two lanes. That means lanes. less
1: competition. So
4: <laughs> they, they know where to go wait, for wait, wait, it. Wait, when
6: was the last time you were over at City Bill? Because I'm literally bumper to bumper traffic. I'm in a row right now. So it's damn uh, lawyered. Where City Bill is is a lot different than it was about six months ago. It's, it's
7: Mike, roll right that right pant now, leg
1: so up there. and stick that uh, stick that furry cab out. <laughs> yeah. S- six months, about six sure, months right. ago, was the last time I was out there, too.
6: <laughs> All right, sure. and uh, Mike? So, w- yeah, so, so I apologize for not being in the studio, guys. I, uh, family stuff came up, and, and unfortunately I had to come over to Grand Rapids for the weekend, so I apologize.
1: That's okay. Well, we wanted to bring you on. What did you have over at City Belt that you liked?
6: Uh, so I, I, uh, I'm a big fan of their conurbization, their Pilsner right now, which I know Jenny and, and Kyle are not surprised by, by that statement. <laughs> uh another conversation and they have a great beer on right now. Uh they're Boomtown Brown, which is really tasty as well.
1: Brown ale is always a good way to go. Yeah. Can't
6: <laughs> go wrong. So what,
1: what do you do with uh M4? Back to the classics. You oh I that? I agree. Go back to the classics. What do you do with M4?
6: So uh my wife and I are actually the owners and founders of M4 Distributing. So uh as people like to say I'm M1 and my wife is M two. I like to refer to the other way around. She's M1 and I'm M2. So uh, my, my wife and I were the ones that, that started the wholesalership about three and a half years ago.
4: Now, how does one just say, fuck it, I'm going to start a beer distributor? Like, that doesn't seem like it's a uh, simple process uh, to go about doing.
6: <laughs> well, no. <laughs> for me, it was more, um, you know, I, I've been in the beer business for, you know, going on almost 21 years now. And... About, I always tell a story about five years ago. I came home from a business trip and I, I told my wife, I just said, you know, I hate it. You know, I was traveling a lot. We have two younger children who happen to be M3 and M4. That's where the name comes from. So it's Mike, Megan, Matthew, and Mackenzie. Oh, yeah. So thing there. we, yeah. So we, I just traveled so much and I, and I wanted to start something in Michigan and I didn't want to go, you know, $5 million in debt by opening a brewery. So I decided, you know, let's, let's try this whole, uh, whole thing. So I was talking to a friend of mine who at the time was the uh, sales manager for Shelton Brothers Importers out of uh, Massachusetts. And I said, hey, what, what's your guys plan for Michigan? He said, wow, you want to open a wholesaler? And I said, well, maybe. He said, we'll open a wholesaler and we'll go with you. So that's literally how it happened. And I came home, told my wife I was going to start a wholesaler and I was going to do with her. And she literally looked at me and said, you're fucking crazy. No way in hell are we doing this. And then about about a week and a half later, she said, okay, well, let's let's talk about this. And that's, that's really how it started. You know, I, I come from a uh, background of family businesses. So for me, it was I, we always knew we wanted to do something for ourselves and something as a family. And, you know, as we grow, you, you know, we, we eventually hope that, that, that our children will, will come work for us and, and take over the business. And, you know, we, we, we like to refer to our, 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 our people that work for us not as, as employees but family members. And that's the most important thing for us is really the family business. And that's how we try to – everything we try to do is from a bad family business perspective. What is the most a little, a little bit different?
1: What is the most uh, recent um, company that you started uh, distributing for? Like, what's your newest uh, line of products?
6: So we just started doing a little bit of small distribution for essential Brewing out of Novi. That would be kind of the most recent one. Um, outside of that, we were we were kind of a little bit on, uh, of a hiatus. But before that, it was actually City Built Brewing out of Grand Rapids. So we handled City Built for. Pretty much the eastern side of the state of Michigan. They they still self distribute over here in Grand Rapids, but uh, you know who knows. We'll, we'll see how things work out for that. But uh, right now, until they hit that thousand barrel cap, which is at the maximum of the state of Michigan, they're going to still sell as much beer as they can first and foremost uh, by themselves over here. And then when we get to that point, we'll hopefully talk to them about picking up Grand Rapids. So
4: what's before, it like? Yeah,
6: so most recently was Ascension, and then before that was City Built.
4: Now, what's it like competing with the big houses? The The miller house and you know the bud house and competing for you know shelf space tap handles and just kind of credibility even since you don't have well you you can't walk into a place and say i've got this brewery that everybody knows about i mean i'm sure you can but
6: well yeah well yeah i mean that's that's one of the things that 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 we do from the start is that is that any person that that we look to bring on and bring to the family you know from a sales standpoint we really look to make sure that they are 100% 100% within the craft game, and they, and they know what they're talking about, have a passion for craft beer, because for us, we don't sell a lot of big-name breweries. So, you know, outside of, you know, Wickham and, you know, at the time, no one really knew who Drafting Table was. Or Outside of Milford, nobody knew who River's Edge was. You know, outside of South Lion and Metro Trek, nobody knew who Witch's Hat was when we all started distributing them. So really for us, it's more of making sure that we first and foremost start with someone who's got a lot of passion for craft beer, and then taking that passion and translating it over to the general market what our how our salespeople go to market and actually talk about the beers. So that that really helps out at first. But then the other big thing too is that, you know, we don't handle breweries that, that are selling, you know, generally as their lead brewer, as their lead brand, they're not selling domestic lager. You know, we you know, we we have breweries who are selling weird esoteric shit and there's a there's a niche for that market and that's kinda of how we exist is because one well, of the reasons why we started the wholesaler was because we saw there was a need for some of the smaller brewers in the state, whether it be City Builder, Draft Table, River's Edge, which has had any of those guys to basically go out, and nobody knew how to handle their beers because they were very, very small. And in their format, they would get lost in a large beer format. So that's kind of what we do. So we're able to take someone like Ellison, for example, out of East Lansing, which we handle in Metro Detroit and Kalamazoo, and take them from – you know, when we sign on with them, they're 350 barrels. They'll do they'll do over 6,000 barrels this year in under three years. Wow! So like they're doing extreme hyper growth right now, and we're able to go ahead and kind of work with them and get the, and manage that growth for them. And that's kind of what to me ultimately. You know, I kind of have a uh, a mantra or a saying that that I want these breweries sell so as much beers across as you can across the rail, and let me handle everything else for them. And that's kind of like like how we drive everything and what we want to do is like our goal is to ultimately take our brewery partners and grow them as fast as they can and as comfortably as they can in a way that they want to do. And if they say to me, hey, we're doing 500 barrels this year, we only want to go to 650, I'm fine with that. We're not going to ask for extra beer. And that, that's what really separates us because a lot of the large format wholesalers, all they care about is, hey, you haven't sent me any beer this week. If you don't send me beer this week, I'm not going to sell your beer. You know next week, so it's it's just a little bit of a different approach it's more of a of a of a small time kind of approach and as as we grow we we strive to kind of have that that feeling with our wholesaler or with our brewer partners uh, as we grow and, and that's what that's what we really strive for is kind of have that, that that small time approach even though as we get bigger as 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 they get bigger mm.
1: you guys do a lot of imports too right?
6: We do. So, yeah, we, we also work with Shelton uh, Brothers Imports out of Massachusetts, which is our, our first uh, company to work with. And then we also work with uh, 12% Imports out of New York. So, uh, that basically encompasses brands like, you know, from Shelton Brothers, like Kronbacher, uh, a little brand out of uh, Belgium called Cantillon, which I don't know if you guys have heard of. Uh, just once, uh, once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, uh-huh. I, I, I gotta get it out there. People are gonna ask me about it. Say so yes. No, I don't have any canteen, on in my warehouse. Don't call me. Don't ask me. Don't have any. <laughs> Do you have any at uh, home though? But but, but but yeah, like but dre Fontana. You, yeah. uh, you said yeah. You <laughs> said yeah. You have some at home. Yeah. You know, yeah. We'll put you... I, I, we'll I, your... I, I, I got plenty of Dri Fontana. We're okay. But <clears throat> then you know you got twelve percent worth of breweries such as like Evil Twin, Stillwater, Against the Grain, and then they work with like Dudges from overseas. They also work with Kilquin, which is an Orlando brewer. So. I'm actually pretty proud, if you think about it, we're kind of like the Lambic and Goose House of Michigan because if you look at traditional Lambic and Gooseries, we have three of the the, the, the foremost uh, blenders in the world we actually are able to represent. So it's it's pretty cool to me because that's actually one of my favorite styles, which I think, Kyle, if you behaved yourself and didn't drink it last night.
7: I don't know what you're talking about.
6: (laughs) Kyle (laughs) Kyle I sent Kyle with a bottle of domestic-made... Uh Upland, uh, essentially, will be considered a, uh, a a goose for you guys to try later on in the show.
7: Bingo. So. Is that what that big yeah. bottle is? No. That is this big bottle. It's called a Sour Reserve. It's Upland's version of uh, a goose, so to speak.
4: So I'm going to yeah. put you on the spot. Um, what's the favorite beer that you carry? Upland. <laughs> <laughs>
7: <laughs> put him you know, on the spot. You know, no, no, actually, it's probably Champagne Velvet. I'm going to answer it for him. Me.
6: No, um, for me, honestly, <laughs> like, it, it'd be, be asked me, saying which which one of my fa- my children are my favorite, it's my son. By the way, don't tell my daughters really <laughs> <worried> about it. <laughs> totally kidding. No, uh, for me, it's it's really about um, you, you know, my, my tastes do change, and and our sales staff and family members can attest to that. They're like, oh, you know, Mike's drinking lager this week, or drinking you know, you know, kettle sours the next week, but. For me, it's really whatever's whatever's really really well made and balanced. I mean, that's the most important thing for me. But oh, such right a now, answer. I'm definitely digging on uh, Dawn Street from Ellison is one of my favorite kind of hoppy beers right now. Uh, as far as lager goes, I'm a huge fan of Professional Pills from Drafting Table, um, and then also Champagne Velvet, which I'm sure Kyle has some with him. <laughs> yep. uh, champagne Velvet kind of like my dirty dark secret shotgun beer, and then um, you know just really really everything. But but those are kind of my couple of my, my favorites right now but then I mean it's 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 putting me on the spot it's kind of hard to say because yeah I don't you're welcome. anybody off <laughs> and, and not de La
8: Sen, terrace Bulba. not a shout out to de La Sen.
6: So, what, what was that Jenny I didn't hear you I'm sorry
8: terrace Bulba? not not that well 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 yeah so if we're if we're talking about desert Island <laughs> 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 we, didn't
6: we didn't say time, desert island to, to be, it be fair out <laughs> <mostly> <laughs> desert island beer Copy five and a half percent pale beer from uh, De La Senne out, of, out of Belgium, which is—if you ask anybody that has that, been in the beer business for a, a while—they will agree with me that might be the Desert Island Beer. It's Quite possibly, when it's <laughs> when it's fresh, it is quite possibly one of the most beautiful beers you're ever drinking in your entire life. So, yes, thank you, yes. Jay, for reminding me of that.
4: Now, we talk on the show a lot about the craft beer bubble, and it seems that you'd probably on, be on the cusp of that, seeing as. You know, kind of your business model so where do you see craft beer going in the next 12 24 36 months as far as um, you know brewery growth you know beer distribution all that kind of you know all that stuff that goes into the idea of the bubble
6: so yeah I, I think the whole notion of a, of a craft beer bubble is not necessarily you know outdated or anything like that but I, I think that it's kind of a it's not really true. I, I don't I don't see a, a craft beer bubble. God, I hope for God it's not going to be a craft beer bubble. Otherwise, I'm in trouble. But <laughs> at, at the same time, I really think the most important thing is that, is that as long as you have a brewery who has their own identity, knows their identity, and is brewing what they're best at and making really, really quality high-end beer, you'll be fine. It's the, it's the, the breweries that, that go out there and kind of start out as one thing. And then try to pivot to another thing and it's not as successful, and then keep on pivoting or are not really making really good beer, those are the ones that, that are going to be affected by the bubble. There's just way too much good beer out there now and way too much great beer that you have to be making exceptional beer to survive. And if you're not making exceptional beer, guess what? I'm not going to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you because for me, ultimately, when, when we sign on somebody, we want to make sure that, that we take them to what they want to have happen. So, you know, we need to make sure that they're making an exceptional beer, and what they're doing is what they want to do and what the market wants. So I, I don't necessarily think there's a craft group, there's going to be this huge shakeout. What you're going to see is that the people that are going to shake out and are going to disappear are the people that weren't really making a mark in the business anyways and weren't mm-hmm. really doing anything that was out of the ordinary or really did anything to stand, stand out. Um, I think from a stylistic standpoint, you know, I've been banging the lager drum for years uh, I'm, I'm very happy that, 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 that we're finally getting there. Um, you know, IPAs aren't going to disappear. Uh, hazy IPAs are not going to go away. Uh, you know, Hazy IPAs are not like the, the black IPA of 2018 or anything like that. that that's not going to happen. But what you're going to see is I, I think that you're really going to see people moving back towards traditional styles not putting as much bullshit or shit in beer, and really making clean, well-balanced, true-to-style beers, those are the beers that get me most excited. Because you know what? You can't hide behind anything like that. You can hide behind an IPA that's got flaws, no matter if you put a bunch of fucking hops in it. You can hide behind an Imperial Stout that's had fermentation flaws (laughs) by putting fucking vanilla, coffee, and cocoa in it. You can do that. But... You take a well-made pills, you can't yeah. hide behind it. So, it's, you know, it's funny because you said <laughs> vanilla
1: coffee and cocoa, and I'm pretty sure that's three of the four bottles of the prairie. Yeah, but
6: but I will also say too that that there there are no fermentation problems with that base beer, so it's okay. I'm not saying that those beers are bullshit. What I'm saying is you can hide behind a bad beer using those adjuncts, so it's different. So I think that you know Perry bomb. Was one of the first beers we launched with, and it will always have a special trip, a, a special place in my heart because that <laughs> beer has done very, very well for us. And I, we can literally sell bomb in the middle of the summer, which blows my mind. That you're selling a 13.5% ABV stout with four <laughs> different adjuncts in, it in the middle of summer, and guess what? People buy it when it's 95 gonna... degrees out, and it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But my personal style: give me a champagne velvet, give me a professional pill, give me a Rivers Edge colt. Give me you know Ooh. anything else? Give me an American lager from from Ellison. All well-made lagers, all true to style. Give me hell. Give me a Brew Trait Cerveza del Rey. With a hell lager. yeah, man! Guess what? <laughs> okay. I'm as can be. You know, you put me on a beach in Mexico, and guess what? I'm drinking Modelo all day long, and I have no shame about it. Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> now, uh,
1: Mike, before we let you go, because I think Jenny's going to be able to uh, chat a little bit more about uh, the business, but we want to get to know a little you a little bit more. In regards to M4, what is, so not like what do you have upcoming, but who do you, M4, Mike Turif, want to bring into the state of Michigan, foreign or domestic?
6: Uh, so... Uh First of all, I will not answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have
1: to check the video later on that because Jenny was like going, staring into the microphone as if like you, that was the TV and she was watching
6: it. Yeah. like, Ooh, I got to hear this. I was so, very excited. Yeah, no, so, um, I just want to answer that because, because we have lots of conversations with lots of brewers. I mean, I, I had a couple conversations with brewers today. I had a conversation with brewers yesterday. You know, we, we have what we're doing right now, we have so much amazing beer on our plate right now that for us, what, what I really envision us to doing and, and, you know, that's to say that we're not going to bring you one in the next, you know, six to 12 months. Cause I won't, I won't guarantee that. But at the same time, we have so much amazing beer on our plate that for me, I really want to get back to making sure that, that our current brewery partners are taken care of that, that they're respected and they're, and they're represented in the market. That's the most important thing to me is making sure the people that, that, that we've partnered with are taken care of. So who we're going to bring in, you'll never get me to admit, because you know what? I didn't
1: say who you yeah, were, were going to bring in. It. I said, who do you want? Like, who's that, like, no. Is that no da brewing? No da? Is that is that what you so, were saying?
6: <laughs> I, as Jenny can attest to, they have no idea until we sit down and we actually have. Samples in front of them, and I sit there and say, okay, let's be brutally honest. Let's, let's go through all this beer. Let's try all this beer and tell me what you guys think, and then we'll have a discussion about who I want to bring in or who we're going to bring in because ultimately for me, who I want to bring in is someone who is going to be taken care of, who's going to be well represented in the state, and who my our, our, sta- our staff members, our, our family members, our salespeople are actually in- excited about. That's who I want to bring in. I want basically our people to go out and enjoy what they're doing, and yeah, it's a cop out answer, but you know what? You're not going to get me to say anything different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think i might sure be, to his word.
4: Yeah. I might be able to get you on this one. What is the best brewery that's not distributed in Michigan right now?
6: Ooh. Uh, Firestone Walker.
1: Okay, I'll agree. Okay, really? yeah. All right. That's well, we're going to let you again. go. Oh, uh, yeah. go.
6: So, be, <laughs> before you get rid of me, okay. can I do a shameless plug? Um, you can do, do
1: whatever plugs you this want. Is <laughs> this is your show for the next <laughs> one minute.
6: <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> if anyone's listening live, which I'm sure nobody is, because you guys... Wow!
1: And you just got cropped out. Nice job. I Man. was going to say, if I, if, <laughs> I, if, I, if I didn't like you... Um, oh uh, Ashley Price is asking why you're not even here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Look who okay. just got cut out, so out of the we're plan
4: of Grandman Holiday. i <laughs> in Grand
6: Rapids right now because tomorrow it happens to be April the 20th. So uh, at this time, uh, about 18 months ago, one of our, our uh, retail partners over here in Grand Rapids, uh, Jack Mercer from Logan's Alley, came over to us and said, I want to do a tap takeover. And he had this great idea to do an event called M420. Yes, yeah, 420, literation M4 rolls off the tongue. So we have a series of uh, off the tongue, uh, huh? pretty big, mm-hmm. our, our, our biggest tap takeovers of the year. Are happening tomorrow. So we have one at, at Logan's Alley in Grand Rapids, and there's one at Clubhouse BFD over in Rochester Hills. So our entire Metro a staff is going to Rochester Hills in my stead. My wife and I and the kids are over here in Grand Rapids to the one here to support our West Michigan staff. So that's why I'm not there. Um, and so tomorrow at, at those two locations, there'll be 20 different beers from 20 different breweries in our portfolio. Some of those beers include beers from Jester King, beers from Cantillon on draft beers from Tilk went on draft and then all of our Michigan partners that we represent in the, in the respective markets. So you'll have, um, you know, at, at both locations, you'll have Ascension, city build, drafting table, uh, Brew Detroit batch brewing company, river's edge, everyone that, that, that we represent, uh, in, in both markets, uh, will be on tap. So 20 different beers from 20 different breweries and a lot of them are, are hand picked beers. That you'll never see anywhere else. Like river's edge, for example, did a, Grand Crew version of their upcoming Dirty Frank Barrel variants. Uh, that'll be available at both locations. Um, Mitch from Speciation did a beer called Undank Dank, which is a pineapple uh, sour with, that's been dry hops, And then Essential will have their Faux 20 on. City will have Danky McDankerton. So a lot of really, really fun beers um, that'll be on tap at, at both locations. So if you get a chance... Uh, City Builds, or excuse me, at Logan's, goes on at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. And over at Rochester Hill Clubhouse BFD, when, whenever they open up, I think it's like 10 or 11, all to be, be on tap. And then M4 staff and brewery staff will be on hand uh, pretty much at both locations starting about 12, 30 or 1 o'clock to hang out with the guys and answer any questions. So get some Cantillon on draft, get some Tocquan on draft, get some Jester King on draft uh, when you get a chance because it doesn't come around very often. So that's my shameless four-minute plug. So I <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: all zero of our listeners heard you, so we appreciate uh,
2: <laughs> we appreciate
1: you calling in. Uh, obviously, we've talked before. I'm sure we'll have you in studio one point so you can be here live in the flesh uh, chatting beer with us. So once again, thank you. Uh, Mike from N4.
6: Thanks Mike. guys. Uh, Jenny and Kyle, behave yourselves. I'll talk to you guys later. Brian, you're free to do whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Oh Brian's there too. Yeah, Yeah. Brian Shelby is also here. (laughs) I invited myself. GBS. Good to see you, GBS. Sorry (laughs) I'm not there. Bye guys. Bye. Bye Mike. See you, brother. Take care. What, All right,
1: start to the show. And that yeah. was uh, Mike Tura from M4. So let's introduce the rest of the guests in studio. We'll start off with uh, the person who is not here that is here. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, I have uh, free, re- free reign to do what I want. Yeah.
1: <laughs> who are you and what do you do?
5: Oh, So I'm Brian Shelby, and I am the uh, Southern Oakland County rep. I have re- Ferndale, Berkeley, Royal Oak, uh, Madison Heights, Hazel Park, um, and a little bit of
1: Southfield. So. All right, and next to you?
8: I am Jenny Austin. Uh, I work for M4 Distribution, and I have Detroit, Gross Point, and, yeah, those more those <laughs> things. <I did. laughs> that's, that's it. And next to
7: you. Hi, I'm Kyle Rader. Uh, I work for Upland Brewing Company, and I have basically the northern third of Indiana and now Michigan as of this year.
1: So uh, yeah. you're, you're a distro rep for? Uh, I'm a brewery rep. <laughs> so uh,
7: yeah, or as, uh, as they so politely put it, a, a territory manager.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so a way the sexier of, thing to say. That's the kind of title. So I used to work for a, a bank. It was actually in Indiana, too. Oh, yeah. Flagstar Bank. Okay. Convenience yeah. you yeah. can count on. Um, <laughs> and Nerd. I used to have the position of retail banking supervisor, Ooh. which was the fancy name for assistant Branch manager. Bank Teller. Assistant Wait, to the uh, yeah, branch manager. Not yeah. Assistant <laughs> to Assistant. <laughs> did you have an assistant to your assistant? Yeah. I did not to have an assistant oh, to my assistant. But yeah, that, that was that's, that's, that's the funny thing. Like you, you have such a weird, not, not a weird name, um, like a, a hyped up name yeah. that makes you really not what you are. Like I, I wouldn't say a weird name because there are a lot of brewers that'd be like, oh, brewery ninja. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, whatever, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, when you have like a Territory account executive, <laughs> a.k.a. No, that's actually, you are the salesperson. That's actually
7: that my manager. Her name's Iris. Uh, she is the account executive. Actually, speaking of which, I think
4: my favorite one, uh, it was the one that you didn't even get, uh, Miranda Johnson from Nectar is the director of Buzz. Yes. So,
5: so my yeah. official sales title, at least on my business cards, is I'm the chief hops hustler for
4: M4CS. <laughs> <laughs> C- do you call it C2H or CH2?
5: Uh no, I just I, I, I make sure that they know that I'm the chief hops hustler. So <laughs> do you not sell any sort of stouts
4: or porters There's then?
5: still hops and stouts and porters. How about yeah, Gruits? Oh no, we don't sell Gruits. No. Why not? Because
4: there's no hops. But <laughs> I thought it was... <laughs> It's Easter, man. You gotta have hops. I thought, I thought it was Groot.
5: I think I yeah, am Groot uh, Not a lot of not a lot of breweries are uh are getting into the
1: Groots, at least not that there's there's a handful that there's, make them every yeah. once yeah. in a while. Well, uh, Mount Pleasant Brewing. I think yeah, if one you're was, not Mount Pleasant, yeah. you or everyone present. may have like <laughs> out of every five
5: breweries, there's one that's made one. What's funny is that I I attended Central Michigan University. Fire up chips. Uh, at your uh, boys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I used to spend yeah. lots of time that at Mountain Town slash Mount Pleasant Brewing. Absolutely. And uh, Peach grew it. Um I always actually enjoyed, but I used to always drink Hobo's Breath. I think it was what it was called. Wow. Um, which was I think an Imperial Brown. Once again, can't go wrong with a brown.
3: Nope. So. Nope, nope. nope. What
5: can brown do
4: well, for you? Man.
1: speaking of can't go wrong with a brown, like what's your go-to beer when you're drinking at home or going to a bar or something? What's that beer that you just gravitate towards? Um It's got to be something that's common. It can't be something that's like, "Oh, I've got I one don't, bottle of it sitting in my." <laughs> I don't want to suggest that there's going to
5: be I'm not going to suggest that there's going to be a theme amongst the at least the M4 CIC reps, but um very light Loggers and Pilsners, generally, was what I drink. Um, uh, I will say that I'm not embarrassed that I do enjoy the Miller High Life every once in a while. Not a, not a but uh, from the craft beer perspective, um, uh, you know, drafting table Pro Pils, um, my one of the local markets I go to, Western Market in Ferndale, I have a nice stack of Champagne Velvet twelve packs. That uh, if I can do a shameless plug, that there, uh, <laughs> that I have no problem buying quite often. Also, you can find them at Holiday Market. Thanks, Ashley. Um, <laughs> a- ashley definitely we have
1: ashley in chat we have uh, michael shay Dwayne. oh yeah shadow he's um shadow
5: yeah so he's uh one of our warehouse guys for m4 cic yeah, he's a val- quite a yeah. valuable he member he says of the team. hello yeah
1: uh, shane hudson yelled over at mike so he's uh he's a new <laughs> old nation rap we know yeah shane oh. hudson yeah yes. John Johnson says shout-out from Drafting Table. Uh, Heather O'Brien is saying Groot is from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Gruet is beer. Oh, that's where I went wrong. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of people went with Groot-type uh, puns when they made Groots during yeah. the, the last Definitely. handful of years. Yeah, sure. um, I, I mean, you got 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 to play into it for sure. What if they just
4: stopped making funny names and made them good? Ooh! Wow. Wait!
8: Wait! Oh, wow! Get that away from so, here!
7: Sick burn, okay. man! Sick burn! Isn't this a craft beer podcast? What are you trying <laughs> to do? Yeah, it's not about good beer. It's about funny names. That's all it is, and catchy labels. Complexes I mean, well. funny,
0: funny names will tend to just you know pull you to a beer, even if you know you don't like the beer. Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> we,
7: uh, we we always
0: have that one case in point with with us going to Derek. Um, once to, you to goes a black. Once you goes a black. And I saw that and I just said, I, I don't like gozas, but. Here's my token. Yeah.
3: Oh.
0: There's two puns on that one. Yeah, I know. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> oh my
3: was God. you goza I'm black?
1: Sure. I, I don't remember how many Wait, black was, people was were Was it that a black
7: day. goza then? Yes, it was. Wow.
1: That Yeah, that's interesting. All right. Well, we have a problem here. Wow. Um, we we have a, a lot of beer on the table, yeah. but I have none in front of me. So why don't you crack cool. open a, yeah. a, a beer you brought? Cool. So I'm going to start
7: with the lightest uh, beer that I have right Nonsense. now. Which, uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, okay, I'll start with the biggest, no, no, boldest, No, just, no. Your balls, no uh, I'm going to start with the lightest beer that we have. Uh, it is uh, actually one of my personal favorites as well, uh, because like Brian, uh, I really tend to just enjoy a beer that I can hammer on. And not to <coughs> totally waste after two of them. So this is uh, Champagne Velvet. Uh, Brand-wide, it is Upland's third best-selling brand. Uh, in my personal territory alone, uh, it has achieved the number one <laughs> status, which I'm super proud of because, like I said, it's it's one of my favorites. Uh, so it is a pre-Prohibition Pilsner that originated in 1902 out of a uh, Terra Haute Brewing Company in Indiana from the mind of a German immigrant. Uh, technically speaking, I think it was a, a son of a German immigrant, but... Uh, we're splitting hairs there. It's like okay. school. Take one and yeah, pass it down.
4: Exactly, yeah. Take one down, pass it down. Did you bring enough for the entire glass? Uh, I, I do have
7: another one, if need
5: be. Uh, I mean, I got a cooler probably. full of them in my car for samples. So yeah, there we go. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, so this
7: Someone's is, walking
4: home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
7: <laughs> this is a, a pre-prohibition pilsner, so to speak. Um, we are actually using the brewer's handwritten notes for this. It is very dry. It is very crisp. Yes. <laughs> uh, there is a Midwest corn that goes in the mash, keeps the flavor really light. Uh, but gives us enough fermentable sugars that we're actually achieving five and a half percent on this. So, in spite of its light super drinkability, there is a little bit of punch to it. So it is this really should be a
4: Champagne Velvet Elvis because yeah. this is
7: <laughs> actually fun story. Oh boy. That apparently was his favorite beer.
4: <laughs> yeah, Velvet Elvis?
7: No, no, the Champagne oh. Velvet. That was Stop that it. was Elvis's one of his favorite yeah. beers.
5: Allegedly, he didn't drink beer often, but like apparently he gravitated to yeah. Champagne Velvet. Like I guess it had it had a large. Um, uh was it the distribution imprint in yeah. Tennessee? It in was
7: Kentucky. It was one of the top uh pre-prohibition brands. Um in fact it is older than Miller High Life, so it is the original champagne beer. Um, which a lot of people are shout argue out to of. Miller
5: Coors if they're yeah. looking for <laughs> any sort of uh, uh, Indiana <laughs> I love you guys. You're the you're the best <laughs> distributors ever, but uh it's older. Um,
7: anyways, uh so yeah, but it, it does have this really cool storied history and past. Um and really our main goal with it, and I mean, this is not exactly a visual medium, but if you look at the can... There, there's a camera right here. Oh, hey, look at it. Hey! Uh,
5: shameless plug, shameless plug. You, you're good, you're okay, good. Okay, cool. So if you, you look know what at the what, can, I'll, I'll manage it.
7: Cool, yeah. <laughs> uh, the can and the design is based <laughs> off a, uh, a can from the past, somewhere around the 1930s, um, and we're really just trying to keep this as a historic brand. So if you look at our other brands... Like, pedal to the kettle, like our brand tag is directly in front of it and on it. Um, Guess I'm and doing this all day. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Thanks <laughs> to thank the Wayne's World like, oh, All right, ah! Vanna White, here we go. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, literally, we're, we're trying to push this as a historic brand and huh. keep it as historically accurate yeah. as possible.
4: You know what fuck people up a lot?
7: Talk to me. I <laughs> 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 was rather right <laughs> blunt there yeah, yeah.
4: Go back to the old uh, pop tops.
7: Oh, no, actually, y- y- this, is, this is actually really, really awesome because. Uh, I keep like this, showing like
4: we have the wide mouth can that was invented by Mountain Dew. Yeah, go back to the small itsy bitsy.
7: I'm saying cyclone tops yeah. all day long because that's that's where we're kind of
4: stealing see, our branding. Can
7: If you could just flash uh, that to the yeah.
4: You might accidentally on, pour not... a motor oil right, out it's of that. A thing, hard, <laughs> of oh no, camera. it's an old school camera, cyclone. Camera, yeah. camera to phone. I'm thinking like tiny like like the actual yeah the tiny s- like the Billy beer the little k- tiny ones. Kicked off my
7: flip flop, stepped on a
4: pop top style. Yeah, absolutely. Like I think Sorry, do you not know that song. Do you
7: not know that song? I think the I think the only place you would
4: get those cans is like V8, like the original V8. V8. They're the only ones who don't have like the wide mouth. Yeah, yeah no, you go-go, go-go, go-go. You, yeah, yeah you pull it off. Yeah,
5: I think you're you're probably it'd probably be difficult to find somebody who's like ready to chug, you know, like clamato V8. juice. <laughs> yeah. Like need that wide mouth to get as much. <laughs> right.
4: honest, you've clearly never seen intervention <laughs> with the alcoholics. <laughs> I saw Lady. Uh, pa- I saw a Lady on the on the intervention show. She was passed out drinking like half gallons of Malfoy. Yeah, that, oh <laughs> okay. yeah. I, okay.
5: I work in I work in beer, so I try to avoid talk about alcoholism <laughs> as much as I can. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: well, the last thing I need is self reflection. So. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. though, all you gotta do
1: is just call it the non chuggable beer, and then everyone that will is try. very well, true. Yeah. Okay. Let me. Yeah, yeah, if I a challenge. This. <laughs> which
5: they kind of do the opposite because I mean, when you go visit up one, what we found out was they yeah. uh, they have the sixteen ounce cans of Champagne Velvet as well. And, uh, Same exact look, just yeah. stretched. And yeah. they uh, they do shotgun Fridays. They do shotgun Fridays. shotgun, yeah. Shatgun, <laughs> which is after you've had way too much beer. Uh, well, yeah. and you think you can still try? Shotgun so far. Fridays, um, where they, I mean, it's, it is what it is. They 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 take all the brewery staff out. It actually the, used to
7: be Modelo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, right. uh, but then it became free time, and then once the uh, the Champagne Velvet really like started hitting, yeah. Now it's every Friday, the entire whoever is in the production facility. We all circle up, and uh, I've I've been a part of a couple of them. Uh, I must admit, because I feel I feel lucky to do that. Uh, in the Northern Territory, I don't make it down to actually being at the brewery very often, which uh, is a little rough.
4: And where is the brewery?
7: Bloomington, Indiana.
4: Okay, so I'm 21 you...
7: years old. Yeah, stumble distance from campus, literally. So we always
4: we have a lot. Of, we've had a lot of guests that are in a college town. How do you guys <clears throat> work with? Students, are you guys? Cause well, I don't know your price point per They pint like to is. drink, and
7: well, we like to get. It. <laughs> right.
5: it's, yeah, it's cra- no brainer.
4: But craft beer is notoriously expensive. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's not a cheap hobby. Yeah. So you know, you can get a thirty pack of Bush Light for fifteen ninety nine, or you can drink brand. Five. <laughs> beer. You can drink three beers from. You know, Upland for the same price. So
7: we we actually uh, were very proud to maintain a price point that is uh, a little bit more accessible to the everyman. I mean, typically around Indiana, you'll see it on the shelf for anywhere from eight ninety nine to ten ninety nine, uh, which, as far as craft beer goes, per six pack, is really not that bad. Um, and with Champagne Velvet, the twelve packs that came out, you'll see that anywhere from twelve ninety nine, which is the really kind of really tight, low margin end. Uh, up to about 15.99. We try and keep it a little less than that, but places charge what they want yeah, to. People gotta so. make money. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, I know in my territory, for the most part, you'll see about 13.99 to 14.99 on the shelf. Um, so w- we're trying to, as much as we can, allow ourselves to uh, really kind of stretch ourselves and, and try and get craft beer into the mouths of people that might be interested in it. It's it's hard. It's not always ideal, and it uh, everyone knows, you know, you don't open up a brewery to make millions of dollars. Um, but we are, uh, we're just trying to kind of make it accessible. That's really uh, what we're doing. So,
4: in How many states are you in? How far have you guys reached?
7: So that's kind of a, a, a tricky question oh. um, because <laughs> we have our clean beer side where we're doing you know, champagne velvet and uh, also our kettle sours. But we also have our sour beer side. Um, it's a much smaller program. Uh, we're doing uh, somewhere around 1,600 barrels in our sour program and about 16,000 in our clean beer program. Wow. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> R- R- this
3: is a difference. rather big gap yeah, between the two. Yeah.
7: And the most interesting part of that is uh, probably countrywide, people know Upland Brewing Company as a sour brewing facility, but that's like yeah, 1%. Like the of Upland what we do. Sours yeah.
1: is, a, is a phrase that people will use <laughs> oh, yeah. in Michigan for when you guys distro the sours. 100%.
7: Yeah. Well, and Michigan, to be very honest, started off as a sours only territory. Um, Sours are something that not a lot of breweries are doing, or not a lot of breweries, to be very frank, are doing super well, especially when it comes to the wood-aged program stuff. Um, And so we launched that to kind of begin with in outside markets to set ourselves apart. Uh, And then from there, we try and find what will work well. Like launching Dragonfly IPA, which is our flagship, it's the number one Indiana-brewed IPA, launching that in Michigan is not going to have the same impact as launching Champagne Velvet. I mean, in my territory alone of North Indiana, battling with Bells too hard, it is an everyday thing. It's like I might as well hit my head against a brick wall. It is very, very difficult in spite of the fact that that is the number one Indiana brewed IPA. So putting that up here makes no sense. So it's all about choosing that territory and launching with integrity and trying to, making sure, trying to make sure that that is the beer that fits there.
4: Does Indiana, I mean, now that you've cracked into Michigan, you've kind of seen how provincial and hyper-local Michigan is. Yeah. Is Indiana similar to Indiana-only, Indiana-beer, Indiana-Indiana-Indiana? Or do you feel like Michigan's a lot more Michigan-only, Michigan-beer, Michigan-forever kind of thing?
7: You know, when I I first moved to Indiana, I really felt that Indiana was very prideful and Indiana-forward. But I think that there is not quite as much of that as I really initially thought. You know, I moved from Chicago, where Chicago is a melting pot. There's a little bit of everything everywhere. And, yeah, Chicagoans are super, like, yeah, Chicago first. But if there's a beer that kicks ass, quite frankly, they're going to drink it. And I'm starting to see more and more and more of that in Indiana. Um, I mean, talking about my beer alone, people are like, yeah, cool, you guys have been around for 21 years, but, like, what's new? It's like, what? But... Okay,
1: (laughs) doesn't that seem just like insulting? Like you know what's yeah, like it does. Drink good beer. Yeah, how many how many times like. Nobody goes to like a lot of restaurants. is like, oh, what's new on the menu? No, you, you, you. Oh, you'd you know, be surprised. You, <laughs> well, e- depends even, on which even, restaurant you go even to. Even in yeah. the industry, if you if you're not going to like fine dining where the menu is ever mar- ever changing, where 98 percent I would say of menus are going to stay the same, minus the occasional one or two changes yeah. for sure for whatever reason or another. So people aren't going to the local bar, their local diner, or anything like that. And the the most you might see is what's the new pie or what's the new dessert because that's really <laughs> right. the or only the, thing you yeah. can consist Or the hottest
3: or yeah. well, yeah. Not,
1: not even necessarily that. Like, you know, desserts are really the only thing that ever has, has like a never ending um uh rotation just because yeah. of seasonal yeah. ve- vegetables, seasonal yeah.
7: fruits. Um, this actually you know. is a great segue uh, because we have segue found away. yeah, we have found uh, kind of fun ways to introduce change without honestly con- constantly hitting the change button. So, the next beer that I'll actually open right now is, is called Petal to the Kettle, it's part of our tart series. Um, we initially launched this this beer specifically, Pedal to the Kettle, uh, three years ago as kind of an attempt to see what would happen in the market uh, with a Kettled Sour. Uh, and it did really, really well. It actually did better than we anticipated. Um, and so we kind of ran with it. And then next year, we started with uh, what we affectionately refer to as the Tarte Series. Uh, it's three beers that rotate every four months, um, but they all have this kind of similar feel of a slightly tart Uh, but very well-balanced fruited sour. Um, And we try not to call them sours because we have our Wooded Sour Program, and that's a whole beast. Uh, So instead we call them tarts, and that's why we call it the Tart Series. Um, So this is, it it changes in its own category, so to speak. Uh, We also have our, in Indiana and a couple other smaller territories, we have um, our seasonal rotators that rotate, you know, through the seasons to make sense with what season is going on. Um, And then the last uh, rotating category is our side trail series. Uh, And that is the most limited series. It's uh, all based upon brewer innovation. Um, Before, uh, probably a couple years ago now, probably when I was hired actually, is when things kind of changed. They used to just let it kind of be open and whatever wanted to happen happened and whatever the brewers wanted to brew, they would brew and they would kind of play around. Um, And we decided to kind of streamline that and make it a little bit more, I don't want to say rigid, but uh, defined. Sure. So like this year, uh, we're playing on the idea of what actually is a hazy beer. I know that everyone and their mother is doing a hazy beer, but we're trying to kind of stretch the definition of that. Because right now, everyone and their mother is playing on that New England style, what is the fruitiest, most tropical, stupid, hazy juice bomb that we can get. But like our next side trail series is going to play on the idea of a super piney west coast style uh, feel but it's only 11 IBUs so you're getting this weird dichotomy between west coast feel without all that bitter bite
4: so like the Nebraska IPA (laughs)
7: it's actually called the nebraska common no it's not <laughs> i mean no it's,
4: it's called it, call it the lincoln common. i mean that still yeah. would
7: be an any ipa
4: no. oh uh, that, that was, that was oh, oh, so, so
1: any
7: i get it yeah. this, is
4: weird.
1: <laughs> this is where we're going yeah. to take a break <laughs> <laughs> why cause those things
5: we've reached pun tolerance. for these Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> um, exactly so.
4: so would you maybe make like a hazy stout or a hazy porter uh, just no. to fuck up the hazy series? But how can you make something hazy or if you can't, you can't see, see it to begin
7: with? Yeah. Uh, but
4: you can have like that, uh, like when you pour a Guinness true and it's got that those uh all that gadgets. No, that's
7: the sparkly ones that you're talking about. We don't we're not ever gonna do a sparkly beer.
9: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. no glitter
1: beers, no sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are gonna be right back, Better on Draft Podcast.
9: <laughs> Someone's been writing
1: And we are live, episode number one seventy four. Better on Draft Podcast. We started the show with Mike Turf calling in, still in studio. We have M four as well as Upland Brewing. Uh, so before we went on break, you did pour the pedal to the kettle. That is correct, and that is again. Cool it, it is
7: a kettled sour with. <laughs>
4: <laughs> cool.
1: Cool. Yeah,
7: it's a kettled sour with a uh, strawberry puree, uh, dried rose, and hibiscus petals.
4: I just don't believe you, sir.
7: <laughs> wait, wait, why not?
4: It tastes like Kool-Aid. I mean... If you didn't it, tell me that there was alcohol in there, the I would think... Who the fuck yeah. is making your Kool-Aid? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: No, here's the problem. Here's the difference between you and me. That tastes just like...
1: Just one? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I appreciate about you.
4: The cool, okay, how about the, the differences oh, relating God. to Kool-Aid? Kool-Aid in my house didn't include that much sugar. Or it was the prepackaged, uh-huh. just add water Kool-Aid that wasn't super sugary. That's a not enough sugar Kool-Aid. So you—that's not even brand off-brand, <laughs>
5: like
4: off-brand uh-huh. Kool-Aids. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> like Weilers. Yeah. It's Kool-Aid, but with a C <laughs> from Kmart. Country, country time. <laughs> yeah, country time. Whatever Kroger brand Kool-Aid was, like Everfresh Kool-Aid. Kroger oh, gosh, brand that's Kool-Aid. A brand. But uh-huh. it's, if you don't put enough sugar in Kool-Aid, it tastes a bit sour. Just like that. That literally reminds me of coming home from baseball practice, drinking the Kool-Aid, and being "Mom, you fucked up again." There's not enough sugar. In this the place.
7: difference is, is that this is six percent ABV. <laughs>
4: yeah. Or was my mom getting me drunk at like eight years old? Also, that could
1: probably Maybe also explain was, some things. I was going to say, yeah, that explains <laughs> a lot.
4: Maybe it had enough sugar. It was just the schnapps
1: in there that, could that be. got it to bitterness. Trying to get you to go to sleep after baseball practice. <laughs> yeah. Matt, what so, position did you play at baseball? Uh, I'm a shortstop. A you were. A short stop. And a pitcher. Okay. No, put, on the team. Some reason it makes sense. It makes sense. I don't know why.
7: So this is this is actually like uh, I think I mentioned uh prior this is part of a uh, a three part series of I rotating beers. All of those parts. You, you would drink all those parts? <laughs> I will be drinking oh, all yeah, of those that, parts. Well actually in May uh the next part will be up here. Uh that is uh, the next release. Uh, we, we brewed this one originally. It's called Two of Tarts. We brewed Two of Tarts originally uh, as uh, part of the Side Trail series. It was Brewer Innovation. Uh, there was a restaurant group in Chicago that picked it up for all their restaurants. Uh, and then when we decided to do this tart series thing, we brought it back. Um, it's passion fruit and mango with a little bit of sea salt and coriander, as it is a uh, gosa. I typically don't mention the coriander because that's kind of a touchy thing, and really it doesn't make a huge appearance in this beer. Uh, it's mainly for style. Uh, but
4: earthiness, probably. For what? what? Brings a little bit of earthiness to it, you know, body.
7: I mean, the, the passion fruit is is pretty much forefront, and that kind of masks a lot of things. The mango, I, I thought was going to play a bigger part, but when I drank it for the first time, it really added this almost creaminess to it.
4: Speaking of mango, we just drank the Baffin Mango IPA. I yeah. saw, did you
8: cut it with water? Were you not a fan? No, she oh. she
7: poured the chica. The, yeah, I, I oh.
8: combined it with the, the, the chicha. Chicha, that's right. Chichia. Chichia. Oh yes. no, it was it wasn't it wasn't to oh. take away from that. I just thought it would be really nice to put the two together, give some life. <laughs> Good. So, anyways, got a little. I'm just kind of like mango on the bowl.
4: Wow. So, no, so like what's the, the third? What's the, the third? The, the third
7: is? one uh, was one that we did for the first time ever last year. It was called Modern Tart, uh, and it is an apricot puree with uh, just a touch of lactose sugar and a little bit of dry hop from uh, Citra and. Um, Oh my gosh, I'm having a brain fart. This is what happens. S- no, uh,
1: centennial. Sim- maybe, maybe we should. I was okay, say. Oh my sorry, gosh, I, I kept say. wanting
7: to hey. say Morango hops, and I knew Merengo. that wasn't right. <laughs> I was going to say maybe yeah, we should call exactly. someone that works
1: at Upland. <laughs>
7: <laughs> you know, it's first friend. You, we'll you friend talk about home. you talk about beers so much, and you say it so many times that. You just take it for granted, and then one day you go to say the word, and it's not in your brain for some reason. It's like when you
4: say a word so many times that you don't, you've lost it. it, Yeah, it loses meaning. The word quarter to me doesn't. Like It's it, just like a sound that comes it's out of your mouth right? that yeah. means nothing, and it just sounds funny. Oh, at so. a beer
7: fest. At, by the end of the beer fest, it's like, it's a beer with some b- beer things. I can't. Uh, it's free. Read yeah. the sign. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. It's, yeah. Water hot. We did have yeah. uh,
1: someone in chat respond to the Kool-Aid discussion that says <laughs> Natterdays are now Kool-Aid. No. Oh, uh, God. That, that's not
4: yeah, enough it's, vodka, man. Shout, Natter- <laughs> shout out to Natterdays' life. That's That's <laughs> almost...
0: That's almost enough I sugar. You. Almost. That, that's almost. almost. Natterdays it's are still...
7: for boys. Have you guys had the Natterdays yet? I have yet to. Although I did buy some from a friend, because uh, we could they couldn't find it in Fort Wayne, so uh, I had to I had to uh, source it for them. <laughs>
5: I think I think if I was caught on film drinking a Natterdays. That we, Mike, would be yeah, we would be fired. Yeah, Mike would probably oh. call us and let us go. No, he wouldn't really do that, but <laughs> you guys he'd at least give us a, you know some sort of warning. Damn. So, Matt, during <laughs> yeah. the <this> break, break <laughs> I
1: want you to go to the store, buy some Natterdays. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to the test this theory. <laughs> can, yeah. So we're all going to chug a Natterdays? It doesn't Natter-days. matter. Nobody's watching. Duh. See, yeah,
4: we, we can new. do it. Oh, oh, my back oh <laughs> A callback about callbacks, how, yeah. If there weren't seven of us, do you know how disappointing it is to have seven of us? Because we can't have a six-pack. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm keto, I mean, that could so, you know. you yeah. yeah, the last beer that you he should be
5: drinking is Natterdays. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Talk about making Kool-Aid right. Like that is <laughs> literally like too much sugar.
1: So, <laughs>
5: <yeah>. <laughs> we <laughs> asked oh
1: one of you guys about the uh your go-to beer. Why don't we go to yeah. Jenny and yeah. <laughs> continue hey, that she conversation brought, brought, real quick. She brought, oh, brought four of them.
8: Uh yeah, I I mean, I think that through and through the staff beer of M4 is Champagne Velvet. I told Kyle's story story earlier that uh, at Nucleate, that's coming up in June again this year, which is going to be great. But uh, we had to shotgun a beer as a staff. (laughs) um, And I mean, I'm a Thirty-year-old woman, I haven't shotgun a beer in like a solid ten years. But I was like playing it like, oh, I can totally do this. It's gonna be great. I'm yeah, <laughs> doing the math too, like
5: yeah. underage shotgunning is not something to joke about.
8: All right, so all the underage people. I don't well, know what they, know, they did in Massachusetts, like but in Michigan,
5: I was gonna say. I mean, yeah. I
1: mean, Canada's a couple miles away. That's, so. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
8: all the accurate <clears throat> things. Uh, so you know, and, and Mike make handed me this this sixteen ounces of Shandy belly. He's like, yeah, we're gonna do this. So I was like, oh, I totally have this, and I'm grabbing it. i just like, yeah. And I, I stabbed a key into it, and I totally uh, shot champagne bottle all over Mike's face. Um, <laughs> How
7: long had you been with the
8: company? About two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so,
5: yeah. That shout was, out to uh, uh, shout out to Chris <laughs> Betts from Transient for being inhuman at shotgunning. By the way, yeah, that man is, I think. Probably
7: an alien. And <laughs> one of the things I use for proof. He's a face hugger yeah. when it comes to champagne. Well, you, you, you guys yeah, I, obviously <laughs> that's
1: that's more of uh, you know a, a one time thing. Like you know, hey, let's do it as a group. It'll be fun. It'll be funny. Not at Upland.
7: Not at Upland. Every oh. every Friday. Oh, no. we every, every Friday. At, at Sour Funk yeah. Fest, we had a what a fifty. I, I missed it because like, I got stuck at my table. Shotgun, yeah. But yeah, it was a fifty person, sixteen ounce champagne velvet shotgun circle. Yeah. Of, yeah. what, what does that even yeah. look like? Uh, it, it looks like, like a, a lot of people, people oh, really? trying to shotgun 16S oh. A lot, lot of out. old
8: dudes <laughs> just <laughs> chugging beers
5: just doing more looks like You don't know how many people are bad shotgunning until you get 50 people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> trying to, like trying to navigate the constant sprays because people don't know how like how to tip their beer when like, oh my god beer. i don't know what like, you're go, oh
4: god there's beer flying is there, there like way... shame bestowed on the last person to finish or uh um, um, there
7: should be i think th- yeah i don't know we try to be a little bit more fair about it and be like oh <laughs> you'll do better next time buddy <laughs> fuck uh, you <laughs> <your friend. laughs> We, uh, You know, the, the very first time I ever encountered it uh, was one of my first visits down at the brewery. And I had been already working up in the northern uh, territory of, of Indiana, and I, I had to come down for something. And it was a Friday, and they are like, are you coming in for this, uh, the, the, uh, <laughs> the shotgun? And I was like, what? what? What are we talking about? And that's, that's <laughs> when they handed me a Modelo. That was before we were doing uh, Champagne Velvet on the scale. We're doing it now. And I was like, uh, "Yeah, let's do this." And I was so confused. <laughs> I was at like, least this is a normal thing that we do. Oh yeah. Do they
5: time. at least let you uh, squeeze a lime into the into <laughs> no, the, oh the no, hole? No, no. no. <laughs> put a lime in your mouth and oh, you, you lick. Oh, it's like the tequila. Salt. Okay, yeah. 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 Okay.
7: For those guys, they just lick their arms because they've been working their ass off. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> like, yeah, everything is pretty much manual down there. Everyone yeah. packs <laughs> packs the cases, ships the like. It's all it's not where they got the salt very, very carts, much it? manual labor down there. You know, so for for
1: me, I. I will fully admit I used to party weekend, week out over at Michigan State, Central, U of M. Central Wayne State. Oh, yeah. Did you say central again? Oh yeah.
5: Fire up chips. Fire up chips. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: um, I can't tell you how many Good times God. um what's the what's the name of the field house?
4: Finch. Finch. Yeah. The Finch
1: Field House. Just drinking in the parking lot, doing absolutely nothing with friends because nobody cares. Well. Oh yeah. I don't remember. Okay, well, oh, I guess I'm, you were a user.
5: Well, we, 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 <laughs> there was the parking lot tailgates. Um, the, these these weren't the tailgates. This was like
1: 3 or 4 in the morning when parties were done, and we wanted a place to drink and not be bothered. So we uh, went to yeah, the So place. you go to the yes. middle of campus where everything yeah. gets bothered. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. In
4: yeah. my um, mind, there's cornfields 100 feet away. <laughs> 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 you oh, yeah. have
5: to go three 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 and a half minutes down the road. There's literally train tracks
4: 100 feet from where you are. No,
7: dude, I get it, because outside of a restaurant I worked at downtown Chicago, we used to drink at what we affectionately called the... The, the BS Lounge. It was a bus stop just outside of the restaurant, and uh, we would get off at ridiculous hours at night, and we would just go to the Seven Eleven right there and buy usually a twelve pack of whatever. And uh, there was.
5: Don't you
1: despair, you know, champs? No, there, there were, there were Land things. Land of the Sky, Blue Waters. That's there, my were, there were there were things. Mm-hmm.
7: Uh, we would pass around things and drink beers and uh, usually take shots of whatever was uh, pilfered, and uh, the cops would, for the most part, leave us alone because they all knew us. Because uh, you're not puking or doing you it. You're not causing trouble. Is this in Chicago? You said? Yeah, this is in Chicago. I think
5: if, Chica- I think if the Chicago the police tried to bust up everybody drinking in bus stops, they wouldn't have any time <laughs> to do they
4: anything else. No
1: time. They would literally have no well, time. I
4: mean, there is right. a war being waged in the south side of that city. So there? Go, going
1: going back yeah, to what I was saying definitely. real quick, yeah. just because... Oh, so well, we'll, we'll crack yeah. that in a second. Let me, let me okay, cool. finish finish my story before we fully get off track. Oh, yeah, sorry Because um, we you. were talking about shotgunning, yeah. which yeah. is where we got to meet. Uh, speaking of shotgunning, um, Jenny's
5: opening this extra dry, which is one of her go-to beers, right? This is my favorite beer of all time. All right,
8: I'm really yeah. curious about it. So
1: as... As a 32-year-old man, it took me 30 years before I ever shotgunned one beer. I'm proud of you, man. Oh hey, okay, that's great! I hated it. Jenny, it so awful. I hated it. it, it. Was, it was I probably enjoyed it. It was probably down my like so that wasn't the worst part. It was the decision of the beer I chose. to shotgun. Oh, you, did that you do like it. a KBS or something like no, that? No, I probably would have been easier to do a KBS. <laughs> um, oh no. I got I got the uh, best ice. Yeah, that's what I got. Uh, best I ice. I did Griffin claws. Um, what's the session IPA? Uh, uh, the no, uh, is? Uh, no Green Gateway. Gateway. The gateway. Yeah, that was really bad to shotgun. It just did not taste good. It's very piney and carbonated. Oof-da. Did you get your, yeah.
4: did you get the IPM? Yeah, right yep. I got whatever yeah. she's got. All right. So what or did you just say? everybody
8: uh, got extra dry? Yeah, yeah, so Stillwater extra dry. Um Atlanta, as I was right? from sorry? Georgia? No, this is from uh oh. Baltimore. Oh I'm Maryland. thinking Sweetwater. Yes, no, Stillwater. Uh he's a Phantom Brewer, so he doesn't really actually have a brick mortar facility but it's brian strumpke uh one of mo- the most talented brewers uh i would say and a legit age. edm dj that is true <laughs> uh, <laughs> hmm. but yeah. what Those i are- what i like about uh Extra Dry the most is kind of highlighting uh rice as opposed to being an adjunct that you find in a lot of macros this is highlighting rice as it's like beauty so it's it's called a sake saison for a reason uh i i I like it the most because the my favorite beer advocate review was calling it a pretentious PBR. I said, "You're, <laughs> you're damn right, it's pretentious PBR, yeah. and yeah. I right love is. it for that reason." <laughs> uh, I,
7: I could drink these. All day long.
8: Yeah, it's four point two percent. I mean, I, it's just like super clean. It's just delicious. I feel I, like this
4: is what I would boil my hot dogs in. Yeah, <laughs> I a thousand percent would boil my hot dogs. Not that
8: far in off. I mean, it's just.
4: Do we have a similar taste profile for? A
5: yeah, I think we do. We do. The we funny do. thing is, like, um, if you have a favorite, if you have a favorite, um, Asian team restaurant, there's a good chance that Jenny or I probably made it in there with at least a few canned samples of that. I mean, it pairs yeah. so well with noodles, with so well with sushi. Like, Bluefin. Yeah. Like, Bluefin. Working on it. Yeah. Damn it. Adachi, Adachi, <laughs> shout out to Adachi in Birmingham, by the way. It's well, <laughs> Adachi. Shout out to Brian it's for giving the an most Arashi. shout outs during Arashi. a podcast
1: <laughs> in the first they are They're opening minutes. up another <laughs> restaurant over in West Bloomfield called yeah, Zao Jun. What, yeah, that's what I heard, yeah. That's cool. It's a indus- yeah, this is the industry that I'm in. Um, so, I yeah, Adachi, that was an interesting... Uh, Interesting place. Oh to yeah, go you for get to sure. draw these
4: characters, don't you? Then <clears throat> what's that? Uh, they have characters instead of letters and stuff. So you?
1: Uh, no, because we we do sell Chinese printers, but we don't sell anything in regards to Japanese characters and lettering. So the answer is no, we don't. It's um, like, it's like so that is that's, <laughs> I, I still haven't had it yet. What did you say it tasted like? I'm getting like,
4: Matt? dry hot dog water, like a
7: hot dog water with a dry back finish. Oh man, this is like the best hot dog water I've ever had. Then because I'll drink this yeah. all day long.
1: This oh. is clean. Like, this day. is crisp. Uh, oh yeah, so, I, God, it's so, so it's amazing. I was gonna a, say, a, yeah, I would definitely drink this for. It's
5: a it's a it's a, it's a sake rice beer, but it, then it. I, Pretty sure it was finished with sake yeast, Mm -hmm. so it still has like a dry finish.
7: Yeah, I'm about it. So it was brewed before. This is from Johnsonville. (laughs) (laughs) no, but
8: I guarantee you, if you boiled brats in this with
1: some onion, it would be great.
8: Hebrew National is just really all about it. I don't disagree.
1: I was gonna say that's something for guests of the show Kevin DeVries to do because that's all he does is make (laughs) concoctions. Uh, He will do that.
8: He
4: will definitely do that. I feel like this. I don't know. I think this is like two bare bones plain. I think this needs something, because I feel like I'm lacking, and maybe that's kind of the l- plan. Maybe this feels like, like peanuts at a bar. The flavor m- makes me want to go back and drink more, because I want to get the taste out of my mouth, and then it's <laughs> back right in my mouth. I, I wanna, she isn't that like, the it's point like,
7: of like those macro beers, like, like High Life and uh, hams. Bud and Hams? And yeah. yeah. The more you drink, the more you're like, oh, I need to drink more to get this out of my mouth.
2: <laughs> well, see, I, don't I feel like drink- I need to
0: French press it with something. Hot Fr- fries. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God!
7: There it is. Let's bring that back. There it that is. is. Hot crispy fries. Hot <laughs> fries.
4: Chili Ugh. cheese Fritos. Chili cheese Fritos. No. What is wrong with you? A I was, was gonna, gonna say, say it d- the short no, no man. I'm, I'm talking
7: like edamame with a little bit of wasabi on this. Like this is that's what I would pair it with. <sighs> That'd be ideal.
1: I don't. I don't. Fish bones? for me. So. Let's let's bitch. let's bring up this conversation real quick because we're talking about beer and we're talking yeah. about food pairings and stuff. Yeah. I can't eat and drink at the same time. Really, I'm, I'm actually. Really? the same.
3: I'm the same I way. I don't like if I'm, I'm the same if way. I'm
1: eating food or something like I just want to water. Oh. And mm-hmm. w- after either yep. either I'll have beer before, but while I'm eating, I'll I'll drink water during yep. and then oh. have beer after. Yep. But I can never drink while I eat. I'm, it's just a weird it, thing. I, I
3: it's I'm the same way. I, I, water, iced tea soda it has to be one of those three things i don't know why can't drink beer i, feel I normally don't i think my um, heart is breaking for you guys <laughs> yeah, <I think laughs> i'd
1: rather just us say, us i break it. think i think <laughs> i'll
5: be okay i don't know what jenny's experience is in detroit but i can say like um for me at least like with craft beer and how we're kind of not only eating into domestic beer but we are eating a little bit into wine into the wine industry um, with some of the way that some of the way that some of these beers behave, especially with sours and things like yeah. that, like mm-hmm. you need uh, pairing the beer p- with food accentuates both things. One hundred percent. If you pair a a, a food like a f- nice fine dining dish with yeah. a well made craft beer that that has the flavors built in to work with each other, I mean, it just makes for a more of a an experience. I, I completely
7: guess, agree. Oh,
1: I I don't disagree with yeah. you. I'm just saying for me personally, like I just can't. Just but, can't. Do but it. have you
7: ever had the experience of a server or a, a bartender saying, "What you're drinking right now?" I've, I've totally gone to tr- try it with. Th- I've this I've thing. gone
1: to beer pairings for that specific really thing, and, and it just it'll just it just doesn't seem right. Oh it just man. doesn't seem right to me. And, and I even
8: think that beer pairings and beer dinners are kind of limited because usually when you have a beer dinner, it's only going to highlight one brewery. And it's not to say anything against breweries and beer dinners by any means. But I, I think that, you know, beer beer should be respected in the same way that wine and cocktails 100%.
7: and
8: everything is, is viewed. And. You know, I, we we we're not looked at the same way.
1: I I yeah. can't remember the brewery off the top of my head, but I remember the restaurant just because the food was amazing and it was Mabel Gray. Yeah, mm-hmm.
8: yeah. So
1: it wasn't like you know the food was bad or you know I don't mm-hmm. I doubt the the beer was bad with it too, but it it was one of those just I just couldn't get into it. Like I couldn't see like the the pairing thing because I think when when I drink I want to drink and when I eat I want to eat. I don't want sure. to. Do you think
7: it's an American culture that that weird like. When you drink, you drink to get drunk. And when you eat, you eat to enjoy the food. I think that and is no, an American yeah. culture, oh, yeah, but totally. I can't
1: tell you the last time I drank to get drunk.
7: Oh. Yeah. So I, I would say
0: that that really isn't even like, because I'm, I'm basically kind of the same way. Is that's, that that's not saying I that don't... I drank and got drunk, but drank <laughs> right. to get drunk. Those are two very different things. Yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, I, I've kind of been that way myself is that sometimes it's not that I don't want to do the beer pairings, it's that. I don't trust the beer pairings, just internally. And it's just I want to eat. And then it's like even if they have something where they have it listed in the menu as far as what the beer pairings are – or uh, and I've never or really what gotten what food items go or, with what the food beer. I- exactly. And I've never really asked for those recommendations from those restaurants. Say, hey, um, you know, I want to have a bacon cheeseburger. What what beer goes well with this? Yeah, I, champagne I'm, Velvet. I'm I'm, <laughs> 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 I'm kind of like I honestly don't care what your opinion is because and I'm not going to ask for it. I'm just going to have my burger and then I'm going to have whatever beer that. Yeah. I wanna have that I know I will enjoy after the meal because it's just it'll be like one of my favorite things. Like if if I'm at Hopcat and they've got uh Griffin Claw flying buffalo on tap, then yeah. you know it may not go with whatever I eat. It may not go with fish and chips, but I'm drinking that shit after I eat that damn fish.
8: Oh, and I, I I completely agree with you, and I think that's something that a lot of people m- like have a misconception about pairings and and things like what goes best with the burger. And I'm just like, whatever you feel in your heart, like that's there like, is that too. It, yeah. You have that like that dish that you're so familiar with It's like a burger, like pizza, mac and cheese. And I'm just like, drink whatever, like yeah. the hell you want to drink you with happy. it. But it, it, there are certain things that like. People think beer is just like they commonly associate it with like a Pilsner, and that's what people think beer is. And like, we everyone at this table knows that that's so wrong, and there's so yeah. many different ways that you can, like, you can go like the most like, esoteric, weird goose, and like it's gonna be flavors that no one even thought of. And it, it could Other be something like super simple, it could be something <laughs> like, like, like a Stillwater extra dry. You know, those you know what she said
1: is basically, you know, if you like it, it's a good beer, exactly. which is oh, the, going the slogan <laughs> of North Center Brewing over in Northville, Michigan, just south of North Center <laughs> Road. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, so of course, that that <laughs> that great T-shirt is made by T-shirts So if you're looking to to it, two in ones. Hey, you know what? Let's do it to it. If you're looking for anything in regards to swag apparel. Um, anything like that, it doesn't have to be for a Ooh. beer or brewery, but it can be for a bar, restaurant, or a beer box. Uh, or a beer box, yes, like Michigan <laughs> Beer Box. You can go check them out, t-shirts.beer, and of course, obviously, get your subscription. Michigan Beer Box, Your monthly, whoa, whoa, that was okay. Your monthly okay. swag options Just delivered today. Uh, delivered today. What was uh, this month's uh, brewery? Uh, we did Redline so, Brewing so Company. Redline Brewing Red line. Right. up
4: in Burton, Michigan. You get a free flight of beer if you are a subscriber. Also, our big surprise, shout out to Right Brain. Right Brain. Everybody who's a, who's a subscriber gets a buy one, get one half off uh, tour at Right Brain Brewery this summer. That's right, a nice, that's right a nice brewery. Is brewery. And right it involves <laughs> uh, free beer on the, on the uh, trip, too. So um, it's, a, it's like a The beer is 000.
1: included in the price. It's never yes. free.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah, no free lunch. But, what do we get? Uh, this is uh, oh, the sorry, first principal. First principal,
0: the uh, uh, Pilsner okay. from Eastern Market Brewing Company.
4: But yeah, so every, all of the um, subscribers to my beer box got a buy cool. one, get one half off coupon for the Right Brain Brewery Tour, which involves a free flight of beer as well when you purchase the brewery ticket. Yeah. So not only will you go to Traverse City, but you'll walk the brewery, get free beer, and have a good time. Uh, it's a, that's typically like 22 bucks. So, I mean, that's 11 bucks right there, and you're only paying 30 bucks for a beer box. So, I mean, T-shirts, glassware, I mean, that's a great value.
1: Now, in regards to Indiana, are there any crazy beer laws over there that you guys had to follow? <laughs> oh. I mean, let's be real—we
7: literally just uh, say, legalized just, Sunday sales, right? There was, yeah. su- wasn't
0: there, something where there was maybe it wasn't you guys in Indiana. I figured there was there was it one state was. where it was like you you had to have the beers on the shelves; they couldn't be in. Coolers. Oh,
7: yeah, in grocery. In grocery. In grocery, uh, in grocery yeah, so beers grocery, cannot uh, be cold. Yeah. Because they're afraid Bal- that people Baltimore are going to buy them. That. And same with gas stations. You can't have cold beer. So they're afraid people are going to buy them and then drink them in their car while they're driving somewhere. Which, let's be real, people do that just to go to the grocery store. <laughs> so it's not like well, on it's, it's, like it's going to
5: change.
4: On their tractor number yeah,
5: literally. Yeah, literally. What I think is um, funny about Indiana, too, is like especially when we go to Indianapolis, is that there's laws like that. But then also they have open package laws.
4: You just walk yeah, down the street and downtown. In India, right yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's it's kind of weird because if you're so degenerate, that you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna wow. drink on the way home. Oh yeah. You probably don't care if it's warm or if cold. It's warm or cold, you're gonna shit, crack you know? a warm you're, beer. I, like. oh, yeah. when I lived in Ohio, I would go to the corner store. Uh, it was a CVS or a Rite Aid or one of those places, and I would get a, a six pack of sixteen ounce beers. And the lady would put in a bag. She would say, "Can I put in? Can I put in a bag for you?" And I would say no because then I can't drink them on the way home. So she would put them in a bag and tie a knot around them <laughs> because she took me seriously.
7: So, uh, to, oh, Midwestern to, value. yeah, to tie to tie in with that lovely Midwestern sentiment of tying your beer up so you can't get in. It's a plastic bag. You're in a ribbon. Oh, yeah. um, there is also the uh, the bar. Uh, law where if you have a bar it has to be at least cordoned off in some way shape or form so a lot of bigger restaurants you will literally see bar side and family dining side where there's no visual line to the bar or a smaller restaurant they will literally either put up scansions or they'll have a straight up permanent rail so you can just squeeze by whoever is sitting in the seat to get to the open seat that is obviously nowhere near where you want to sit Uh, So you literally have to like it's it's cut off. Kids cannot be behind there. It's uh, 100 percent illegal. Oh, Um, yeah. On top of that, uh, kids, doesn't matter how old you are up into 21. You cannot step foot inside a liquor store. Oh, even if you are with a parent, it is illegal. You are not allowed to do it. End of story. And it blows my mind because that I'd... was
1: that was kind of a, a thing because whenever my uh, my dad would go and he'd buy his little uh, pint of scotch. Yep. Like one, he would buy me whatever scratch offs, you know, a <laughs>
8: couple <laughs> of dollars to scratch offs, awesome. and then
1: the the liquor guy would always be like, "Oh, I gotta see your ID, you know, to make yeah. sure that I could turn in if I won something." And so he'd make me pass it to my dad, and yeah, um, but yeah, that's just crazy because uh, I, I, I could just going to think, the think store of the all time. amount of time. yeah, I could just and think, think of the amount of times well. It's also a little bit different too, because at least in Michigan, like the liquor store is the local party store. It's the yeah. place it's where you're grocery getting store. food. I mean, you're getting. In Detroit, yeah. it's, it's a small <laughs> little a grocery store. It's a small little bodega. It's got a little bit of everything. Uh, some, most of them have hot food, usually like chicken or pizza. Yeah. Um, oh. oh, can some I tell pizza.
7: you the first time I went to that Shell gas station? Uh, oh, barrel, barrels and vines. Yeah, barrels and, barrels barrels and, and vines. And I always forget oh, the name of these. <laughs> that's the not first a gas time, station. The first no. time I went, I was it's just like, oh, like I walked. <laughs> I was like, What is this place? I can get gas, gummy bears, and some of the best wine and beer that the nation has to offer,
4: and blunt wrappers, and blunt wrappers.
7: <laughs> well, see, coming from Indiana, that's not going to be a le- or that's not going to be legalized for a while. Yeah. So uh, eventually, I'll just be coming up. For that, but it's right. not normally on hey, my mind. Just head over <laughs> to, to,
0: to what's call to J One in Utica,
1: or or yeah. Zatuna Liquor <laughs> in Rochester Hills. Well, and, they're they're and not in, a gas oh, station. Man. But yeah. Zatuna Liquor over in Rochester. Have you been to Sh- Zatuna? Shout
7: out to Zatuna. Every time I go there, not only how long were uh, you there for?
1: How long did Jack keep talking to you uh, for? The last time I was there, it was like an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
5: <When> I, <laughs> it was funny when I got um, so when I got what's hired into minimal? the craft beer industry. Oh, it was actually with a, a company called Labicon, which was the precursor for twelve percent before Mike bought the rights to it. My first day of independent working by myself as a sales rep, my boss looked at me and because I, I was like, I got to go to Zatunas. He's like, okay, I don't spend two hours there. Like, that was the <laughs> like, like thing. I was like, what are you talking about? Hashtag and I went impossible. there and I spent two hours there. So, I mean, Jack is...
1: What's great you know, is is that he's, it's, he's a true, it's a true conversation, too. Yeah. It's not like Yo, he's no. yawning on about his cats no. or some bullshit. No, no. 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 it's, it's a full-on conversation. He's so... The, I, I always brag about his ability to, like, lock in information of any per, any customer that comes in. Oh, man. I've seen people walk in while he's talking, continue the conversation with me, get the cigarette or the fifth or the pint or whatever that that customer needs, put it on the table, and by the time the customer gets up with whatever else he needed in the store, he has everything there. I'm like, how do you remember well, and that? And also, that customer doesn't feel
7: slighted somehow because yeah. he never paid attention to her really – but at the same point in time, everything she ever wanted or he ever wanted is right there. It's like, I, put, I paid full attention to you, but I also kept this conversation going.
4: Jack is like having five text conversations going simultaneously, <laughs> but in person. Uh, yeah, all the, 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 the best. So like he could have all conversations conversation awesome. with all five of us, our own different conversation, yep. yeah. and he and would, would just be work. able to keep going. Like the, One of the last times I was there, uh, we were doing a little bit for Beer Box, and some guy showed up in a suit. And he's like, I need a, I need a fifth of Johnny Black Label, uh, and they also grab me a, a pint of Johnny Black Label, and he's like, Oh, you're gonna have a party, huh? And he's like, I'm actually headed to a funeral. But oh, I mean, Jack. Gosh. But Jack's such a host, like it like rolled right <laughs> off his back. I mean, Look this home. dude's in a black suit, <laughs> white Sorry shirt, about that. black tie. <laughs> I'm like, god, Dex clues. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, have a great day. And it was all the same thing. But it's oh. that. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> they also they have literally the best cigars in the world. Oh um, yeah. my god. My
5: favorite, like if they're, the, it's really funny because sometimes I'll be um, like discussing like beers that I would really like to try with some friends or something. Like the next day would be the day that I'd go see Zatuna about what beer he's gonna order for me that week, and he, like we, like I could have been talking about like uh, before we we signed Hearted, like I was talking about man I would really love to get a hold of everybody wants some, and then literally the next day I walk in and Jack has cans of everybody wants some and Kang. King.
7: The last time you took uh, me there, we we tried like five beers yeah. before <laughs> I left, and I was we hadn't even like had lunch <laughs> or anything, and I was like man I am. I'm feeling this is wonderful. We had like 17 double IPAs and like 12
1: hazies. And uh, And before we get anyone in trouble, (laughs) we'll be right back better on Draft Podcast. And we are back. Episode 174, Better on Draft podcast. My name is Ken. I don't know how long it was silent. Uh, but of course, if you're living, listening to this on podcast, you didn't know either because you don't hear the music. Sorry, live stream. Uh, so in regards to the live stream, we had Legume, which is part of the Ferndale set, one of our sponsors. We thank them so much for allowing us to uh, like you use like their
3: the fu- food, right?
1: Uh, legume, yeah, legume. Yeah, like bees. Bees. Um, uh, bees and bees. I'm, I'm hoping that's how you pronounce it. Obviously, they didn't tell us, but they allow us <laughs> to use Leg- legume. 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 Legume, legume. You know what? You can <laughs> check them out at the Ferndale set on YouTube as well as on Facebook. Uh, great music, uh, great independent music here in Michigan. They're located out in Ferndale. Um, so check them out. With that in mind, we did pour. What did we pour? I. Do I have anything? I don't have anything. Therefore oh, nothing has been a yet. This is like a like big problem. a problem bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit some, some big beers. The, yeah. the big uh, that uh, wasn't what I was expecting, but that's uh, the soundbite I mean, from Side Trail, let's do it. Yeah. Let's cool. start it. Is so
7: it the I, I No, no. I brought this bad boy uh, for you guys. Because, uh, <laughs> for us. Yeah, yeah. Specifically for you guys. Um, and the zero listeners online. And all of the zero listeners online. Nobody's. All podcast. of you. Um, so <laughs> this guy is part of our Side Trail series. I know I mentioned that earlier with uh, the Two of Tarts, how that originated as a Side Trail series. Uh, and that the side trail series is kind of about brewer innovation. Um, we're focusing on hazy, and that is because Juiced in Time, which is our kind of kingpin hazy, was voted number 26 out of 324 blind taste tests that IP is in the nation last year uh so
4: so someone drank 326 ipas I know, no
7: I want that job. it was it was a blind so, taste testing panel uh and they just rank things in order as to as to scores
1: give you guys a little bit of a heads up in regards to how those work at least for the world expo beer i feel like that's how it kind of works elsewhere uh what they'll do is is that that if there is a large list of beers um they'll take a panel and they'll do a bunch of tables each panel will have different beers so for instance if there was 70 beers um, I would be at a table with 10, you'd be at 10, you'd be at 10, and we'd go through. We'd announce our favorite two, and then those two would move on to another panel. And at that point, it'd kind of be a, like a breakdown of a breakdown of a breakdown. I believe that's how
7: this worked as well. So
1: I'm, I'm, that's the only way to do it, because yeah. after 40 IPAs, your palate is going to yeah. get smashed. Yeah. E- even at Even at tasters, it's still going to get completely annihilated that Even you're not going to be able Ten is nuts like oh, yeah. Ten, yeah, ten is those nuts up. but they at the World Expo beer they don't mess around with like palate cleansers like they have okay. they have literal like volunteers that um their volunteers serve everything so that the people can't leave their table unless they're going to the bathroom they're bringing in chips they're bringing in crackers they're bringing in everything that'll help you change and like reset what your palate is water um bedpans, apparently. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you, you <laughs> can, no, use, I said you can go to the restaurant. <laughs> you come with a catheter. It's the oh, stadium bad. mate thank
4: you. No stadium buddy. Yeah, yeah, stadium oh that's
7: buddy. right, stadium buddy.
4: Keeps my catheter. Yeah.
1: So which which one is this? This is so, the squeeze and
7: thank you? No, this is actually called soundbite. Squeeze and sound thank bite. you we did last year. Uh and I don't uh, see soundbite on Untappd. Soundbite is brand spanking new. It just hit the market. It smells good for those uh, who can't see the candidates with an eye, yeah, a eye. it is. It is a hazy pail that we actually <laughs> for us, did for, for us uh, nerds for yeah. our uh, our local record store um, down in Bloomington, which is Landlock Music. Um, we bre- brewed this for uh, record store day, April thirteenth. I think uh, there were huge events in Fort Wayne, Indianapolis, and Bloomington that I know of off the top of my head. There might have been something in Southern Indiana as well. Uh, forgive me, Sam, uh, if I am. Oh, that's when they you. just
4: did the uh, Newport State Park, right? Yeah. Uh, Parks and Rec reference? Sorry. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I I, I
8: was going to see where you are going to go with it. People
5: in Indiana don't watch Parks and Rec.
8: (laughs) I
4: I used to, but it's
7: been many years, sadly. Um, Well, I mean, yeah. It
4: got canceled like five years ago.
7: Yeah, I know. So this this I brought as just kind of an idea to give you guys uh, what our Hazy program is about. Uh, It is very juicy and tropical and wonderful and super crushable. Um, But light. Mm -hmm. As a feather. 4.7.
5: It's like it's like a hoppy
4: pillow. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's yeah. like I, I don't I don't even know how to it's like it has all the gusto coming in of a hazy IPA and then it just like walks back to your throat says thanks for having me. Yep. <laughs> it yeah. goes right down. Yeah. yeah. It's
8: not like a, it's not like a super like assertive dry finish. It's no. just kind of like They're, I don't it, even it, like have slinks a finish. Away. Yeah. yeah. It does. It, it's like
4: it's like it ghosts you. Yeah. It totally does you. It's 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 designed like it shows up for the first time and then it goes to you.
7: It's designed to drink with oh. really good music that so happens to have even, a little you bit of. a uh, so
5: to it? You should have called this Tinder date. Yes.
7: <laughs> <laughs> That is the best name that for is, a ooh, beer. Right how, do you call, well, how do you
5: fit juicy into that? It's
0: right up Matt's alley. How do you not? Because
4: most <laughs> of them end up juicy, uh, at least the know. first time. That,
5: I'm not gonna touch that.
4: <laughs> I mean, I, I, just, I just feel like Matt
0: just found a beard that described his last five dates.
4: Yeah. Wow. Maybe two. I don't know if I go five. <laughs> I can land the plane every now and again.
7: <laughs> <laughs> one out of ten ain't bad, right? So, so yeah this is this is our side trail series it it really just lets the Brewers kind of play within a theme um, at this point in time and honestly uh, the first time I tasted this one I, I was like yeah okay I can I can hurt myself on this guy this
4: is like a phantom hazy IPA mm-hmm. it's good, it,
0: right It is, because I mean it's just uh, maybe it's just the barbecue chips. I don't know, but it's
2: just like
1: there's <laughs> well, to be I was gonna say, does this not pair well with barbecue chips? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we a, designed it. We designed it to pair well with good
7: music, but barbecue chips, I don't think should have a problem.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's so hold on, hold on, hold on. He, he made a, He made a declaration. Talk to me. Good All music. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, like
7: I said, we we designed this uh, in conjunction with uh, Landlock Music, which is uh, our local record store down in Bloomington. It was literally designed as the uh, the record store day beer. Um, obviously, we don't have a footprint quite the size of Dogfish Head, and we can't we Hope? can't yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. We, we can't we can't bestow uh, record players uh, to everyone. But the general idea was, they do that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you could tell yeah. how much I cared. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> that wasn't even me being like sarcastic no, or no, dirt. They, they, I, I had no idea. Yeah, I think they partnered with like Crosley or something, and they they hand out this little briefcase record players. Uh, you can enter contests to win them at oh, different record stores. But okay. we 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 just did it to showcase local music, and there was a huge event there, and there was live music and different things like that. I know in Fort Wayne, I partnered with uh, Neat 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 Records. Uh, Neat 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 Neat. neat. It's a triple Neat. Uh, Is it like Tony Tony
1: Tony, but it's like Neat is spelled three different ways? No, Neat is spelled (laughs) the same way each time.
7: Uh, It's actually a really groovy store. Uh, Not only do they have an amazing selection of vinyl, uh, they're also a record label. So uh, on Record Store Day, they had an actual launch of multiple different records that day, Uh, fresh vinyl being released. Uh, They have a small stage and they had a bunch of their actual bands. Performing all day long, starting at I think it was like eight a.m. Uh, they had live music almost all day.
4: Kokanye Kanye or? <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah. Eight a.m. I mean, that's almost... they totally
7: represent Kanye. Go no, no. uh, they...
4: <laughs> Kanye!
7: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that no, not not that Kanye. Um, uh, but it, it was a really good time. I was there actually part of the day sampling out soundbite, and they also featured "Pedal to the Kettle" and "Champagne Velvet." Um, we sold a lot of beer. Uh, a lot of people were super happy to uh, see someone local representing rather than a uh, outside source.
1: You so, made, oh, go oh. On. I
4: was going to say, how do you sell beer at a non-beer establishment? They actually yeah.
7: have a beer establishment. They have a small oh. bar. Uh, they sell uh, package only. Uh, they had uh, cold brew on draft from a local coffee, uh, coffee joint called Conjure. Um and uh So yeah. can
4: you sell beer to go and drink on premise in Indiana?
7: You can if you have the right uh the right license. They you they, they weren't selling beer to go. It was all right there. You drink it while you're listening to the music and hanging out and generally enjoying the festivities. Um but you See, there are certain accounts that yeah. are not only on premise but also off premise. You can yeah, you can buy buy a six pack of whatever you want to go. So
5: at. like eight degrees Play Doh.
7: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, the 8 Degrees charges a corkage fee that we don't. Yeah. Well, needed. I think
5: that's if you buy something and you want to you want to crack it there. But I'm just I'm yes. saying, like, there are a beer store, and you can go in there, and you
8: can just buy a six-pack and leave. Yeah,
4: yeah. I, I just got
8: Play-Doh, word. Collect, uh, collect. Marrow. I mean, there's plenty of places that are Mero. doing it now. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I
1: didn't know about Marrow. <laughs> so
4: I just got word that uh, World Expo with Beer now has 803... Uh, submissions at this point
1: for IPAs, yeah. Or, oh, oh Jesus, Jesus Christ, how, how many, many are, batch are from stone? Is a- <laughs> no they're all crooked it's what's left from crooked uh, so in regards to so I, did, I did the when I, when so I did the world God. expo beer and I, I was media during the actual tasting so this was during the, the judging part of the contest so I um, everyone knew who I was I sat down I'm, I'm asking them questions you know in between rounds because like the rounds aren't like alright round number one it's alright we're done with this beer let's go to the next beer we're done with this beer let's go to the next beer um, or next group, or next tasting. And I remember sitting down, and they went double, AP, double IPA, Imperial Stout, double IPA, and they came back out with this crazy, like, it was another high ABV beer. I think it was Belgian Strong. And they oh, literally geez. told the waitress, no. <laughs> 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 they said, you need to go back and bring us something light. Yeah. because. But it, it's interesting, too, is, is that they, they did not fuck around there in regards to World Expo beer. They had a, a category that had three beers, and they give away a bronze, a silver, and a gold. And they didn't give away a bronze <laughs> during that Three beer. um, Which category was that? So I I, I can recall the beer. And mind you, I like the beer, so I have no problem saying that what it is. It was some type of like adjunct porter. And uh, the beer that did not get metal, even though it was only three, was Magnolista Porter, which we brought up earlier. Yes.
8: Callback right right now.
4: Did you pour feet into my glass. So, uh,
7: (laughs) I want to preface by saying that this has been in, uh, Michael Turtif's cellar. So, um, (laughs) Michael Turtif's cellar. This is, uh, batch Is this his,
4: like, sex dungeon? Yeah, it is. It it smells like. Is that uh, the name of the beer? Sex dungeon? Sex
7: dungeon number three. It it smells like, like, Um, sex
4: dungeon floor is what it smells like.
7: This is, uh, batch number number three of our sour reserve. So, uh, Pedal to the Kettle, Two of Tarts, Modern Tart. Those are all part of our uh, our uh, Kettled Sour series, or what we like to call our Tart series. We like to maintain a, uh, a space between our actual Wood Age Sours and between our Kettled Sour program. Because, as you've tasted, Kettled Sours are much more accessible, at least from our brewery, as far as our Wood Age Sours go. Now, this is uh, this would be our Gosa. Or, excuse me, our Goose. My mistake. Our Goose. Duck, duck. It's one, one, two, and three-year... Basis, which is our base sour blonde, blended together to create a harmonious love.
1: Ken, are you choking on this beer? A I, little bit, like there's like had sediment this. in there, or something like that. This
7: is from 2013. This is old school.
3: Uh, Can I see the bottle real quick? Damn, uh, yeah. I'll yeah, no, no. hey, pass it around. Oh, like yeah. it, it, <laughs> I just took a sip. Se- I,
2: am taking
7: this. I don't know yeah, what to tell you. Uh, this like is that. this is well, well, well before my time. Um, this,
1: this is why don't deep you just throw someone under the bus while you're at it? Yeah.
7: This is our, uh actually I am not even sure if uh, anyone that put this together is still at up okay. at this point. I'm not 100% sure. It's well before my time. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm going
4: to go out on a limb. I think Ken, I think you'll me. know this flavor. Rob, I don't think you're going to know this flavor. This tastes like kohlrabi to me. What? kohlrabi? Kohlrabi. kohlrabi. What's wow.
3: I've always what, what's I've kohlrabi? always
0: seen it at Eastern Market. I've never bought any.
3: What is
4: kohlrabi? Kohlrabi is like a like a broccoli cauliflower root vegetable. Kale.
8: It's like kale. But I'm talking, yeah. yeah. But
4: it's like a stocky brown reche- or root vegetable. It looks okay,
8: like, it looks like an alien ship. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it's
4: very prevalent in German and Polish cuisine. Yeah. So this tastes like, and it, it's, it's kind of like a mild. Yeah, it look, oh.
7: yeah. Kohlrabi, also called German turnip, there is we go. a biennial vegetable. R- it's a low. stout cultivar of wild cabbage.
4: Okay, yeah. it does kind of look <laughs> like it. So yeah. this tastes yeah. like okay. kohlrabi. Um, And I know that nobody's ever explained a beer as in... Well, I I
3: can't say that this tastes like that because I've never had it before. This is
1: kicking me in the mouth. Kicking kicking you in the mouth in which way? Not a good way. Too sour?
7: So up until recently... It's
1: fairly sour. And honest mm -hmm. to God, every time that I'm drinking something, it tastes like there's um, almost like... After wash, like there's little sediments that are like hitting my like. I, th- I think I'm wondering
3: the... if you got from like the first pour out of the bottle.
1: I don't know. You, I mean, probably you did,
3: you, you you did get, get try another one
7: because I'm not getting
3: any sediment. I'm not getting mine. any sediment at all. You man. did get yeah. the second no.
7: pour. I
3: mean, I the, feel the...
4: like it tastes like a man out of a gym. What's the the
7: so thing is, for a man for... out of a gym. What? Wait, so how, yeah, how do you feel about this? Because you didn't enjoy pedal to the kettle that much.
0: No, uh, but. This reminds me a lot of New Belgium's La Folie. Yeah. Which is one of the few sours I like. That's
3: a really, really good
0: sour. Yeah. So you like this? I think this is actually enjoyable. Yes,
4: yeah. Harry would love this. Yeah. It's a good thing. I'm I mean, not on camera. and and, <laughs> and it's
6: it, it, there's, there's, there's <laughs> he's over here sweating.
3: I mean, and and there, there's been a Ooh, couple like, of those. I know it's warm in the studio right there, now. There's been damn.
0: a there's been a couple of those where on the nose I just like wait a minute this this does smell like gym socks after doing a marathon on a treadmill. Yeah, but you know it actually has, you know a. You know the the sour profile that's there. That's not. Yeah. I mean, it, un- unlike with Ken, I mean it's it's not you know kicking me in the mouth. I mean it's just it.
1: Yeah. This it's, is what I would assume smelling salts tastes like.
0: <laughs> the thing is, and then, and when I f- first took the smell of 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 Petal to the kettle, that was the first thing I thought was that I was thinking, "Holy shit, smelling salts!" I was like, that, that, "I'm not sure how well this is gonna go." Yeah. Um this one, yeah, it, it it just really does have that that, you know, funk you up kind of smell oh, yeah. that's hidden. Um is but
3: smell well, get much yeah. of a No, smell no
0: of we don't style. we don't go oh, uptown. Really? You gotta go back to the seventies, you know, back to 70, wow. back, back in my generation. Steak. you know, so, since, uh, since I'm I'm the old man at the table still. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> so having had uh the most recent release of uh Sour Reserve, uh I will it, I will fully admit this is way more funky. Than the most recent reserve, it, it it our recent release of sour reserve, uh, it is also several years older. It's it's mm-hmm. been sitting around, and this is this is a beer that you can cellar because there's not fruit in it. It's not something that is going to slowly degrade over time and, mm-hmm. and lose that wonderfulness. Yeah. Uh, like some of our whole fruited sours, um, the most recent sour reserve that I had, it had these these lovely like kind of bright citrusy notes to it, almost champagney feel but it did have more of a blue cheese kind of gym Saki touch to it but it was balanced out well with those nice kind of bright lemony notes yeah, yeah. i love and i love how the
1: way you presented jim sake made it sound very like sexy <laughs> right? yeah <laughs> right. <laughs> just like oh and a, a little note of gym just a touch Sa- of and, new balance No, i, 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 I mean actually, the, the other thing
0: that it, that it's actually reminded me of it like goes back to one of like way back to one of our older episodes is when we had arbor brewing on and then they they brought a bottle of the twentieth anniversary sour barley wine, Whoa. and it's like that that sour note that I'm getting from this is pretty much like just right along the same lines. So it's it's I, this this is pretty damn good. I'm I'm really nice I mean, I like the
8: idea of just bringing up uh, cheese to it too, because that 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 comes up a lot of people. Yeah. You know, it, it it's the same thing with cheese. And some people love. The funkiest, weirdest, like, like foot cheese, and they're just like, yes, please, I want to. Get as runny, really down with limburger, you know, a limburger sandwich. You're the better with cheese, yeah, exactly. Preserves, but but it's the same thing with with beer. I find like you know you can get something that's super stinky and funky and weird, but some people also just like craft singles, and there's nothing wrong. Yeah, with a craft single. Yeah, you. There's
7: a time and a place for that. There's a time and place. Grilled cheese. Grilled cheese.
8: Name a better cheese for (laughs) grilled cheese. If you're
4: making your. Grilled cheese with a Velveeta block—you've you've missed the What boat. the hell's oh, what about a Munster, point. man? Munster what? is a beautiful. First of all, <laughs> you shut your mouth. Yes. <laughs> a Velveeta block. You, you will Veda never block? be invited back.
7: Yes. No. And I'm uninvited. Cool. No. What about a brie, man? A brie is a beautiful melting cheese for a
4: grilled cheese.
5: I'm pretty sure that Velveeta is plastic. Cut his mouth. That <laughs> no,
4: no. Velveeta? No. It's not no. the same old side. First.
0: When you make a grilled cheese, use shredded cheese because it melts faster and better mm-hmm. in a grilled cheese. I disagree. And oh, no, If, is if you want to get you know absolutely completely just wild with a grilled cheese, get some rye bread, oh. mustard, pepper,
7: girl preach. Pepper,
1: no girl preach. And no mustard. Mustard air. is not involved in my gray gray life. Gruyere is a great cheese. Oh, and oh man. Then, and and then no, shredded it's cheese. Gonna be, it's gonna be Gouda. Gouda is so also a Gouda. great one. Absolutely. Yeah, smoke Gouda. Smoke Gouda, some Gruyere, yeah. little mustard. Some, yeah. some gr- Gruyere has Here's a thing, really like, good. You guys are fucking rule? up the
4: grilled cheese. The point of grilled cheese is simple: bread, cheese. That's it. Yeah, get out yeah, of this, this Gruyere. But cheese but the is, is a dory thing, man. It no, it's it's. I'm sick. Mom's going to the fridge. <laughs> I, and she's putting two pieces of bread on the griddle, Eww. covering up, melting the cheese, and putting it together. And it's mom's all... not going to the to get the fresh baguette to go to get the cheese. But it's so
1: well,
7: it, it, she's doing it wrong then because wine in your tomato soup fixes everything. Part
5: one of the one, one of the previous grandma, guys my was English, so my grilled cheese when I was a kid, if I was at grandma's house, was she would fry cheese in a pan and scrape it on the toast with Oh a slice of tomato.
7: That sounds awesome. Yeah. I want that because okay. crispy fried cheese. I don't care who you are. She's who doesn't? It's who has doesn't has like love banana. that crispy <laughs> fried <laughs> cheese on nachos? That's good. Good. Go, 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 get toast, go get some saganaki. Oh yeah, that's, maybe. that's what I'm talking about.
1: We'll, we'll take you. There's there's a bar right down the road yeah. that does really good saganaki, yes. and you can go yeah. sing karaoke. Opa. You are Is literally it, uh, speaking my language. On the rocks. On the rocks. They have they have a a sneaky. They have a sneaky good beer selection over yeah. there. Yeah, they and it's not like yeah. the the hardcore rare KBS whales. Sure. but when you're talking like I used to drink Short's Controversy Ale, like 8 oh. years ago there as well, if it was back not and it just was the uh, just little, a beer that they had. It was a black and white label and that they And yeah. they 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 <laughs> try to balance kind of like three and X scoreboard yeah. at Allen Park that whole so like yeah. blue collar sure. dive yeah, bar right? slash yeah. cuz yeah. the the for, for, the person who makes the food yeah. there over at on the rocks um, Vuk, really amazing food. One awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah. rock on, it, on
4: third, you mean? No, no on, 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 on the rocks. rocks. It's in
1: Madison Heights. John R, eleven and a half. Okay,
4: I was thinking. Okay,
3: right up the woods. I mean, this is this is the same place that allowed us to get a bucket of North Peak Diabolical.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wow. a bu-
3: you, You'd expect if you get a bucket when you go to the Bowling Alley, yeah. you're gonna get High Life. Not that it's on the yeah. rocks. Uh, high Life's a good champagne bowl. velvet. Cha- good champagne velvet. <laughs> we got freaking North Peak Diabolical. At a regular, at the bar, at this bar that Ken's talking I about, I did, I did yeah, pour
1: you not? guys a pigeon hill s'more, something. Yeah, it oh smells yeah, amazing. This, I'm not this lie. S'more beast in my cup. It's uh, a variant of their majestic beast. We're following
5: up a... Uh, sour with a beast. A not, yeah. what was this? A six-year-old bottle of, of essentially goose and yeah. a s'more beer. Yeah. How are going to be like, By the way, can I, can,
7: I just, can I just throw out there? Because, you can throw uh, out anything I'm, I'm you want. This is your show for the next be, 30 seconds. Before <laughs> we, we move along, I would just like to say that uh, Upland's Sour Program is uh, uh, approaching its 14th year. And last year, our 20th anniversary, we actually won Best Sour in the World with our Raspberry American Lambic. Uh, the at world the world beer, beer cup. cup yeah, yeah. twenty nine different countries, and uh we took it and we can we can claim that for two years now, as per the the rules so besides the fact that this may or may not be your cup of tea, go out there and try a one of our fruited sours because it is a whole different experience from this. This is just our base sour blonde that 's 'll be honest aged and blended
4: and I mean this in the best way possible, yeah I usually don 't like the way a sour smells, yeah. But I usually am I'm okay with once I taste it. This is the first sour that I've neither liked the smell or the taste. Well, and it's got some time on it. It's yeah, got, yeah, exactly. It yeah. does
7: have uh, like our fresh fruited sours; they literally it, should not be aged because they lose all their fruit characteristics. But I don't mean in a bad way. Just yeah. like
4: it kind of throws me off because I'm used to smelling it and all. Oh, this is funky, and then oh, there's all these notes that I couldn't smell that I taste now. And
0: I mean, I guess my thing is that uh, I I go into sours with completely low expectations. <laughs> so, I mean, low for...
4: expectations. <laughs> oh yeah. So, hi, I'm Stephen. You know, yeah. between I mean, still I love you, love me.
0: for for me, like oh, my, okay. my my worst sour, I, I think is uh <laughs> oh. is the uh, the arc like peach, which yeah. you know for everybody who loves so that good. that that's yeah. awesome. But you know, when when I had that at Winter Beer Fest, it was just um. It it was like Johnny Mnemonic when when like all the data got uploaded and it's like his like wincing in pain was like it was just that and then there was no peach at all. I'm like, where the fuck is the peach? It
5: was just pain. We you just want you want metaphor from home, is what you want. Which
0: we, is which was the best sour that I had during Winter Beer Fest, and I have a can yeah. at home and I will...
7: Drink it now before it goes to this.
0: Uh, <laughs> he's got five more years. Or fun. you mean when it, or I do mean, you mean when it goes to this? I mean, fruit should
7: not be aged, and that's something that I think, uh, and no offense to the beer nerds out there, because I know that there are beer nerds that actually know what they're doing. No, they don't. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I didn't want to. Uh, there there are beer nerds out there that, uh, oh, my God, I have your pawpaw from 1998. I thought you said pop off. No, no, no. We, yeah, it's we, we actually, yeah, we have a pawpaw saga. sour, yeah, <laughs> the uh, Indiana banana, yeah, in, the Indiana banana. The uh, I actually just heard a new one. I think it was the the hillbilly mango, uh, which I thoroughly enjoyed that doesn't as have the right well. Alliteration, no, like. it doesn't, but uh, Indiana banana it does. Um, but they'll they'll say like, oh, I've had it for like thirteen years, and I'm sitting on it. It's like, what are you for? You're, you're doing it wrong. You obviously that don't understand because gone Yeah, if she it's a, if it's a bottle conditioned <laughs> beer, whatever bacteria and yeast that are left. ...are eating up every single teeny tiny bit of digestible sugar possible, and then you end up with something that's overcarbonated, yeah. and it's dry as a damn bone.
0: I, it goes back to one of our older shows where, I, mean, I can't remember who it was that we had on, but they basically said that you know when the brewer is done with it, and it is bottled or canned, and it's ready to go... Those are the flavors that the brewer intends for you to drink, and it's not for you to drink. Hashtag don't age beer. Hashtag don't age beer, of course. Well,
7: our 500 mils that are uh, crown-capped, we actually flash-pasteurize those guys because we want you to experience the flavors right as they are ripe and ready to go. Mm
5: -hmm. Like Revive. Yeah, like
7: Revive. uh, Prim, iridescent. Revive is pineapple and uh, chamomile, chamomile, thank you. Uh, Prim is uh, plum and cardamom iridescent is uh, apricot and ginger these beers are extremely flavor forward and you you start sipping on them and it's it's unlike anything that you're used to it's nothing like what we are drinking right now it is very fruit forward with this lovely backbone of this acidity that kind of rounds everything out they're very food friendly also honestly a 500 mil of uh, revive I will crush and immediately open another one.
5: There's not a day that I don't bring upland up in the market where I have a buyer that's you, that's familiar with it doesn't ask me a Revive
7: because Revive is and we we've already sold out of it for the year. It is Damn. just crushing it. They made the, so they put
5: it. it on their brew schedule and got us all excited that it was going to be <laughs> new all year, right? So it used to be a seasonal thing, and then they, the, yeah. they updated their brew schedule like it's not going to be available all year while supplies last. Yeah, and then and su- literally the supplies like last three months in, they moved it to an all year available, but then the supplies lasted <laughs> less time than when they did as a seasonal.
7: <laughs> we just crushed it. Now that it's wow. part of our national Didn't schedule, even leave Bloomington. Yeah, actually, I don't think I fully answered you. Uh, I believe it's twenty five areas around the country. Um, however, we are also now in Canada, the Netherlands. Uh, North Korea is looking at us, and Japan is looking North, at Korea. North Korea?
5: Korea. North Korea, or
7: South Korea? South Korea. Oh South my <laughs> God! I just Whoa, ruined man. Upland for the everything. The Koreans.
3: No, no well, I think that would have been like a whole another line of Whoa. questioning. Fun. I feel <laughs> <This> is. <laughs> no. And
1: I can't tell you what Kim Jong Un likes well, or you doesn't like. If he really wants revived, I, I don't know. You would ruined. Kim Jong was
5: on was, <laughs> Kim Jong was on some uh,
3: on some beer labels. He was on some forums mm-hmm.
5: and they all he heard was, all he saw was all this talk about paw paw Batch 1 and he just oh got dash I'm just dying to bring in Upland.
1: Guys, all it was right.
7: great meeting you all. I'll never see you again because I'm officially fired. <laughs> <laughs> we might have and actually we have so we might oh,
9: actually. Oh, I just political. got that
1: text. Awesome. It was great working with you all. <laughs> before, we, before we go, I do have uh, someone in chat mentioned that they had a, a company party over at Upland Brewing. Oh, no way. Uh, and they drank them out of Dragonfly IPA. Doesn't surprise
7: me. So Dragonfly I maybe IPA, brew some more of that. Yeah, it I mean it's the number one Indiana brewed IPA. We brew more of that than the next two beers combined. We in
4: Indiana or of your style? Of your brand?
7: No, we brew more uh Dragonfly than we do of the next two of our Okay. Our beers combined, so that uh, they would be uh, wheat ale d- and champagne. Velvet. I didn't know
4: if that you brewed more of that IPA than the next two IPAs in Indiana. No, combined. no, no. Okay. We
7: we brew more Dragonfly than any other brewery in Indiana brews an IPA, and we sell more of it than any other Indiana brewery sells. Nah, I
1: can't IPA think of so. another good IPA from Indiana. That's because there's I can't not. I can think
4: one. of another brewery in Indiana to be honest. <laughs> well, three, well, <laughs> three, floyds. three floyds. Oh yeah, but everyone uh, considers I, that Chicago. I stand yeah. by my statement. I will say that uh, <laughs> yeah. well, I, I have family yeah. that's,
5: that's in Indiana, and I was always, I'm I was sorry. always, I've always been a fan of some Sun King too. So, like, Sun sorry.
7: King. Oh yeah. Uh, you watch Parks and Rec, and actually, Dragonfly is the beer of Parks and Rec. Yeah. And, and uh, anytime they hold a beer, it's it's like going to be a Dragonfly. Before we Purple go. Purple label. Um,
1: I I, I want to ask you guys all a question before we go. Go it. Before we go, we'll start with Champagne Velvet. <laughs> Locked in What is the worst beer You've ever had Oh no oh, No, no I'm, I'm kidding I was I was, uh, I, I asked actually, that question Because okay. he said Champagne velvet it I actually the real question. I had an answer to that Damn that's I was the ready for was, that That is the answer, really I'm sad part no, I did No it's not the real question no, I was, Thank you Because like, I didn't want to Put that brewery on blast I made, I made the question Because he said Champagne velvet <laughs> Before <laughs> I asked the question I was like I was so ready for that one No 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 so, uh, you guys go to a concert. It's a summer concert. So here yeah. we got DTE, Indiana. I'm sure they have some outdoor venue. What is the drink or beer that you're going for while you're at a concert? Because again, you're pacing yourself. You're listening to music. Yeah. You're in a community I'm event. Pacing myself. Yeah, I hope it depends are. on the concert.
8: What concert are you going to? You go
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean the last concert Nug. I went to was Bare Naked Ladies, so yeah. oh, so you were just high as a kite, weren't you? <laughs> you uh, were I'm you I'm know. not one to partake. <laughs> uh, I let everyone else around me go for it, no problem. Yeah. I did see the Whalers and 311 in the same show, oh, and uh, I did good. get uh, a contact for that sure. That doesn't
7: surprise me at all. The you Hartford Whalers? Yeah. No,
1: <laughs> Bob Marley's band.
7: Oh,
9: oh, Hartford oh, Whalers. What the, fuck
7: the color Hartford of your energy uh, beating the color of your energy.
1: You know that that whole thing. 311. And
7: the whalers, yeah. But no,
1: like, what what do you guys go for when you go to a concert? Like, you know, what, it it doesn't matter who you're I mean, seeing or anything. I, like that. I'm not gonna lie, I'm
7: uh, I'm a cheap bastard, and uh, if I'm at a concert, uh, the beers are probably gonna be like fourteen dollars for a bottle. <laughs> right. So yeah. whatever isn't fourteen dollars for a <laughs> bottle, if it's PBR, cool. If it's Miller High Life, cool. It, like, I tend to uh, gravitate towards those light, easy drinking lagers. So uh, one of those guys, um, and if there's cocktails, then I will probably do the exact opposite and do an old fashioned or a Manhattan or a a really solid whiskey on the rocks.
4: Yeah, that that mustache just says Manhattan whiskey on the rocks.
1: I think it (laughs) says Rob Roy. Ooh.
7: Really? You know, if I'm in the right mood, especially when the weather gets a little chilly, a Rob Roy is money in the bank. <laughs> all, my all father my father would be so proud to hear him. me say that, too, because that's one of his favorites. He loves going to bars and being like, I have a Rob Roy. You don't know what that is, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Just get a card made and carry it around with what a Rob Roy is. Literally, yeah, he's like, I'll have this. <laughs> Penny,
1: what about you?
8: Oh Man, uh, if we're talking about beer, I'm the same way. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> literally no one is carrying here, so no. Well, you do a really bad
4: job as a salesperson. Though. <laughs> oh, oh, you're not wrong.
8: Um, but what I would say would be like it, Tecate, Cerveza Del Rey, like a Mexican style lager is probably what I'm drinking for and foremost. Uh, if not, then tequila. Dude, what are you talking about? If you're not, not at a both? show and drink tequila, a it's little,
7: yeah, more one. One in the other, more. just pour it in. in, in the tequila. Beer, yeah. tequila. It's All right.
5: Um, yeah, I mean, high life. <laughs> I mean, want. <laughs> I mean, wrong with the high life, I wanna I, I just want to, like, we, one time I went to a craft beer symposium, and it was hosted by Otis
7: Supply. That is, that is. And there was a panel that, that of panels. You? Yeah, you were I hosted. hosted. I was
5: a yeah, Ritz. That. And yeah, there was just, it was a nice panel. And me and the Sellermans guys about Drango to supply out of High Life. That just gives you an idea. That
1: I still remember the conversation between Dom and John Pipe and Brock. And I was I just, just going to
4: say that, but okay. Yeah,
1: you, you, you watch those two go because obviously they each have, you know, John really to- ties like the or toes the um, corporate line uh, no matter who mm-hmm. he's working for, whereas Dom's just like fuck it. Yeah, I'd never heard him that way before, dob. And that Cuz he had had a lot of high lifes. Yes, probably. I saw him yes. drink them. Probably. <laughs> what about you, Rob?
0: Um, so I guess if if I'm hanging out at Pine Knob because no self-respecting person ever calls no. it fucking DTE. Um, cuz no. you know, <laughs> it's, it's it's Pine fucking Knob. I don't I don't care what the fuck anybody <laughs> wants to call it. Yeah. It's Pine Knob. Um, but if I'm if I'm out there as far as a beer uh Actually, I wouldn't care. I'd probably just grab, I would love to just sit there and just hang back and have Motor City Brewing Works' Pineapple Jalapeno IPA. That that would be well,
1: who? What venue a, carries? that Yeah,
0: what place carry? Hey, that you said pick a beer. I don't give a fuck if they don't. <laughs> if they, hey, if they just happen to carry. I'm sorry,
8: it. but you but you you made a, a choice to you say you're I right. made pine knob. Does pine knob carry that? I, <laughs> I don't, don't give off.
5: I think they
8: do.
0: What? Pine knob pills <laughs> yeah. from. I walk they in. otherwise walk in. anything.
8: I'll show. I'll show up. I'll
0: show up with my ticket in a case. Like I don't need a beer. Yeah, case in the what? The parking lot. Damn right. Okay. Okay. If I'm if I'm stuck with cocktails, then um, I'll just have them make me a Godfather. Now that'll
7: be good. What's a yeah. Godfather? I've never what heard the of, the of that. Uh, it's it's that, isn't that a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> let's not bring up Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs>
0: let's, let's not bring up Herman the Hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> a God a yes. Godfather is um, it's uh, uh, bourbon oh and amaretto. Yeah,
7: one one. Oh my
3: Nick? Pine knot Pilsner. Pine Knob that's, pine that's, Pilsner. That's, I, that's a good Rochester last, mills. Yep, the last few, because I know they, the, I, I think they still serve it over there, at Pine Knob. I work for the freaking company, <laughs> and I still call it Pine Knob.
1: Hey, Matt, what about you? Um, what are you drinking when you're going to see... Uh, Whatever music you so, listen to. Yeah, when you go pen. see Kid Rock. <laughs>
4: <laughs> do, I, do I look like the Vape Pen Road?
6: I mean, kind of. <laughs> kind of. What?
4: <laughs> what? It sounds like, you, do you
6: have it in your back the, pocket? <laughs> it's, it's been a good run.
7: I've been fired. You're quitting. This is a great podcast. So you wonderful. look like
0: you would secretly go see Vampire Weekend. That's just oh, all like, a, I can I weekend? would not secretly go see Vampire Weekend. No. So, I would just go see them. The last concert
4: I went to was in. Tinley Park. Okay. Irland? Yeah. Yeah. It's at the, the Park, amphitheater, yeah. The, yeah. the the casino amphitheater. Yeah. And I went to see Luke Bryant. And, who? Yeah. Country yeah, guy. Country guy. Okay. That, that I <laughs> so the they Bryan, were, they, yeah. were pl- they were selling Bud Light, Miller Light tall boys for like $14 a piece. Yeah, exactly. Did you have to
5: say, woo! when you ever bought one? <laughs> no.
4: However, <laughs> <laughs> what they would do.
3: <laughs> oh, God. I'm I'm the what they would do. Kick I'm the dust dead. up.
4: Yeah, they would give you a four pack like you get at the Kroger thing oh, for yeah? wine, and you would get them like a dollar off. So if you would buy oh four God. of them Ooh, at baby. once, on the you s- would get them for fifty two bucks. On the side <laughs> of the carrier, it said Hee Juice. <laughs> so uh. you would buy four Tallboys yeah. for fifty two dollars. <laughs> it's captive Holy audience, shit. man. They can
7: charge whatever the hell they want because where else are you going to drink?
4: To which, at the end of the night, we realized we spent more in beer than we did on concert tickets and, <laughs> and the hotel room. Uh, um, and we got actually a
8: spent fifty two dollars on
4: multiple four bags, oh so we probably God. spent like three hundred bucks on beer that night. Uh, Do you have any uh, idea how long a Luke Bryan concert is? Do you
5: know how, about three hours? Yeah, I was going to say that's a lot of Miller Light, but it's then a a I remember it's fourteen dollars a can, so that's why you got to
7: show up to a Luke Bryan concert uh, at least two <laughs> bottles in, yeah. uh, and bottles I mean whiskey. Can I add an addendum? <laughs> if I go to a
5: hockey game to see the Detroit Red Molson, Lights? no, I get a Lafitte du
1: Oh, Ooh. so he, he loves hold on, Le hold Fendemont. on, hold on. Really so back when the rave tent was over at Joe Lewis, yep, you could get Mon for mm-hmm. dirt cheap. Yeah, um, dirt cheap. oh, yeah. there
5: was a couple of games that I went to. That I went there, and I'm really lucky I had a ride home. So I, went, <laughs> I had like four <laughs> Mon's and I was like.
1: Whoa! I went. <laughs> I'm ready to put a
5: fork in it. I went and I saw one of the one of the <laughs> final one of the final wrestling
1: shows at Joe Lewis. So I went. I got whatever Ooh, they the, had. La fin man at a wrestling show. It was at Joe Louis Joe so, Lewis. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um. So I went to the rave tent. I had got some dark horse or whatever. <laughs> and then the second time I went down, I'm like, you know what? How much is the la fin? And it was the exact same price. And I'm like, you're telling me a Belgian? It's it's twelve dollars for a t- like a draft tall boy of this? I'm like. Okay. <laughs> so I went, I went to the Here WrestleMania, is to the WrestleMania weird. that was at Joe Louis
5: Arena. There was no WrestleMania at Joe Ford at Jolo's? Field? It was, was at Ford Field. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. That was yeah. fun. Well, we got wrestling there too. You, yeah. you got to yeah. come yeah. correct.
3: <laughs>
1: that was fun. Yeah. So, was, um, <laughs> yeah. so yeah,
4: the last... What,
1: what's yeah. your... What's your? on. Oh, we got to get back to you. Yeah. What's your beer at a concert? So most likely it's going to be one of two beers from Shiny Rochester Chicken? Mills. No Red? It's going to be Rochester Red or Chocolate... Chocolate style. Milkshake style. Chocolate, right. Nearly any... Venue you go to has something from Rochester Mills, um, whether it's, you know, Ford Field or it's Joe Lewis or it's DTE. Um oh. LCA by oh like it always has Rochester Mills. If they don't have Rochester Mills like for some reason whatever whatever reason it is, usually I'm going with whatever the cheapest and the the easiest to drink is. Yeah. Um I'm definitely yeah. when when I can't find something that I want, I want the most alcohol for the most price, or the least sure. price. <laughs> yeah. That's why, I, you gotta, that's why you got to get that's in really, tight with the people over I do, at your uh, place I do of the, the, the ABV. So there. usually I go with a Canadian beer. Like, if, oh, if yeah. we, when we used to go to the Ritz all the time, I would get pictures of Molson because it was almost the same. It was like a dollar more for Molson than it was for Coors Light. I mean, Labatt's but, one but of the most popular Ritz. beers in the city of Detroit. <laughs> I, see, I, I'm i a Molson guy over Labatt. Yeah, absolutely.
8: Oh, God, I love Labatt, though.
1: I, I don't... I don't Hate it, but if you gave me like a choice between the two,
7: yeah. I would go with Molson 100 times out of 100. i have never had Molson, but there was a bar in Chicago I used to frequent with a buddy of mine that had a Labatt Blue special, and it was like two dollars for a bar. Well, bottle it's because they that only shit. recently oh, started
4: selling Labatt in Chicago, yeah.
7: Oh, uh, this is this like six years ago, five years ago.
4: Well, yeah, but I lived in Chicago at the turn of the century in like 02, <laughs> and it's <laughs> 19- so crazy 02. to say that, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, turn of the, the most recent century. Oh, but that was that, the time. It it was, that
5: was the time it was to be in Chicago. Oh let me tell boy, you. let me tell you what.
4: It's <sighs> a bomb. i barely survived the fire. Yeah. Um, wow. That, that,
5: <laughs> boy, that, that lady's cow kicked over a lantern and made quite a fuss. The, yeah. horse-less,
4: the horseless carriages
1: were a wonder. Oh man,
7: <laughs> that's basically my line. Apparently.
3: Right, can somebody stop it because this can go
1: on. Yep. Like, oh, you know what, I'm Matt? So you're done me. with your story. We're done with the show. Better on Jack Episode 174. M4CIC. Thank you so much for uh, coming in you can find them on instagram m4 underscore cic upland brewing you can find them on instagram upland brew co uh do you want to give your personal one is, is that uh, i mean yeah
7: sure it's uh it's it's beards beer uh, but they're both <laughs> that's, spelled that's with the letter it's n. a little confusing yeah it's uh b e e r d s the letter n and then
1: beer All right, that's Beards and Beer. Obviously, you can see the rest of our Instagrams on our (laughs) video, which you can find at Facebook.com forward slash Better on Draft, as well as our YouTube page, Better on Draft. You can follow us us on all of our socials, Instagram Better on Draft, Twitter Better on Draft, Facebook Better on Draft. Untapped, you can see all the beers we drink each and every week at Bod Podcast. That's B-O-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Of course, subscribe to us, like us on iTunes, leave us a review. Give us one stars, give us five stars. I don't care. Review's a review. Um, buy <laughs> <laughs> your my, my beer box.
4: My beer box are now shipping for Mother's Day.
1: Yes, my beer box for mothers. If your mother likes craft beer, definitely get her a <laughs> my beer box. mybeerbox.com. dot Hey, moms like craft beer. Yes, my You are the reason why show. they drink. So my mom does not. You oh, are the. My God.
4: Am I
2: wrong? <laughs> You're
1: not wrong. There we go. Guys, that's going to do it. Guys, thank you so much thank for joining you. us. Thank we appreciate you. it. Yeah, I think we guys. got some maybe half-empty uh, bottles that we need to uh, make sure we finish before we go. Yep. And no matter what you think of your beer, we think it's <laughs> better on draft, you say? <laughs> yeah, say oh with a the, the horseless carriage. You all just got muted. Better on draft. Have a good night.